With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We did it, baby! ACC Champs! There it is! 13-0! 13-0! An ACC Championship edition of the War Chant Game Day post-game call and show. Presented and brewed up by our friends at DeLuna Coffee. He is Gene Williams, the founder and administrator of WarChant.com. My name is Tom Lang. And Gene... The defense put the game on their back. The defense put the program on its back. The defense is the reason that Florida State has the case to make to be in the college football freaking playoff. Holy cow. Way to go, Knowles. How you doing, Gene? I'm doing fantastic. I just I still cannot believe how good that freaking defense is. That was nuts. This yeah. wasn't some look. You weren't playing Wake Forest, you know. You weren't playing some Syracuse. This was a really good offensive team with a veteran quarterback, and you beat the living shit out of them. Yep. I mean, seven sacks, fourteen tackles for loss. Mm-hmm. I mean, getting after them, it, it, it was insane. How well the defense? Well, you needed it today. I mean, I think these guys knew coming in they had to win the game. Uh, I don't think anybody knew the offense would be as inept as it was yeah. going in. But, man, that is nuts how good that defense was. And all these guys going on and on about the committee and what they're going to do and all this. It's like there's two sides of the ball. Talk about who's playing the best defense in the country right now. It's Florida State. That's yeah. got to tell you something. When that defense is that good against that kind of team, I know we're going to get in all of the resume stuff because that's the entire – the whole show, the whole game was the talking points. If Jesse and Tessator just going on and on and on about all the, the talking points. In the, the day, Florida State 13 and 0, ACC champs, unbelievable defense. What a great performance. Gutty performance when you have your third string quarterback in there. Yeah, we'll get to all that later. Joe Tess was clearly paid by the mention about the national storyline. <laughs> uh, he made a lot of money tonight. Uh, but Gene and folks out there, we welcome you to War Chain yes. Game Day. This is the show we've been dreaming of doing for a long, long time. You guys are rolling in. Uh, by the hundreds, we're closing in on a thousand. We're going to go way over that. Hit the like button as you arrive because we are an ACC champion now. We're 13 and 0 for the first time since 2014. Florida State is now the ACC champion. Gene, full stop. This is one of the legendary defensive performances in Florida mm-hmm. State program history. Full stop. This was inspiring from this defense tonight unbelievable Louisville didn't have their third string quarterback in Louisville wasn't missing offensive linemen Louisville's top running back like Florida States and Trey Benson wasn't getting 50% of the carries with banged up wide receivers and a banged up H back no 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 that 
that offense was very close. Basically through a 12-game season was at full strength, the kind of attrition that you normally have. Not the bad injury luck that Florida State has had down the stretch here. And what Florida State's defense did to Louisville tonight was nothing short of beautiful. It was a sight to see tonight, Gene. Everybody contributed at every level on defense. It was phenomenal. You know, you brought that up, Tom, and I'm trying to think about the uh, defense in a, in a huge game of this magnitude of a Florida State defense has played this well. I don't think it has. This may be the best in a game, literally, that we think is going to get Florida State into the playoffs, basically like a quarterfinal, for a defense to be this dominant. I don't know if, I, I mean, some of the aficionados, some of the people, we got a very active chat, and we got some callers. We're going to get to you guys in a little bit, too, to take your input on it. I can't think of another game where defense was this dominant. I mean, unbelievable. How much money did Braden Fisk, oh. um, freaking Jared Verse, he did it again almost. He got past the guy, but again, he almost put somebody's ass in the quarterback's face again, which is fantastic. <laughs> um, those guys were unbelievable. It, what's crazy, Tom, when Florida State's in the playoffs, you're going to add Daryl Jackson to that. <laughs> I mean, right. that right. line is going to be yeah. insane. If nothing else, the committee's got to look at that and go, Let's see how that line does against, you know, does against the Michigans, does against, you know, the, the Washingtons. How are they going to stack up against those teams? That'll be a lot of fun to watch. That was something. That was an all-timer by that defense. And then, you know, getting that pick in the end zone by Tatum Bethune. What a, I mean, that was to me, if you want to point to one play, I think the Tofili run out of the Wildcat, that set up the one touchdown the whole game. And then Tatum's interception in the end zone. That was Those two plays won the game for Florida State. You want reasons to smile and hit the thumbs up button underneath the video? I'm just going to say some names and they're going to make you smile. Braden Fisk, hit the thumbs up. Jared Verse, oh my goodness. Mm -hmm. The Tatum Bethune drive after the punt mishap. One play, jars the ball loose. Next play, makes a tackle in space on Jawar Jordan. Mm -hmm. Next play, interception runs the route for the tight end. You want a reason to smile, hit the thumbs up? That's a reason to do it. Renardo Green was phenomenal. Oh, knocking balls out left and right. Azarie Thomas with a monstrous hit just before half to force a fumble. Unfortunately, it bounces back towards Louisville. Monster hit. Akeem Dent with some plays in space. Kalen Deloach, folks, on a fourth down when Louisville had it and it was open. Kalen Deloach gets his hands up, bats the pass down near midfield for the first good field position for Florida State on the night. Gene Fabian Lovett made plays tonight. Patrick That's Payton good. made plays tonight. This defense was unbelievable against an offense that averages over 30 points a game, that was healthy coming into this game. Jeff Brom, everybody's talking about the offensive mastermind that he is. He's ready to kill his quarterback after tonight. <laughs> it's not his quarterback's fault. It's because of the greatness, not goodness, but greatness of this defense, Gene. That yes. is the best performance they had all season. And by the way, they stopped Jaden Daniels unlike any other team has stopped Jaden Daniels in the first game of the season. This defense's best performance was tonight, and a statement was made. And if we make the playoff, which I believe they're going to make the playoff and be a part of that selection show tomorrow, it is because the defense got us home and across the finish line. Holy cow, Gene. I'm so fired up. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to swig some Lagavulin 16 all out right, of it. All right, all right. Well, I'm going to pop. I was saving this baby for the ACC championship. We got a Longmorn 16 here. So some of you Scotchy aficionados may <laughs> know about this. We're going to pop this baby open tonight and uh, celebrate this ACC championship. And, you know, Tom, what's amazing to me, I think uh, at, at halftime, Louisville had 69 yards. And, um, I mean, just to, I mean, I think in the tackles for loss were up there. They had six tackles for loss. You're like, okay, you know, they're going to make some adjustments. They're going to figure out a way to get some offense generated in the second half. Not great, but something. But the defense, as the game got on, Tom, got better. 
Yeah. I mean, no. it, it was unbelievable. And, you know, this goes back to we've talked about this all season long about Mike Norvell's strategy of keeping his guys fresh, not only in games, but throughout the season. So the Burses, the Paytons, the Lovitz, all these guys, uh, Fisk, obviously, best game he's had here at Florida State, are going to be incredibly fresh when it comes down to crunch time. But boy, were they fresh at the end of that game. Mm. You felt, I mean, you could. it, it felt like you play another couple quarters and Louisville still was never going to come, come close to scoring. Oh, it was unbelievable, and and they were on the field for most of the third quarter, and they still were fresh down Didn't the stretch. Oh, and, that's and, the thing. I said the one time, and of course, I think it was Jesse Palmer saying, oh, they've got their hands on their hips, they're getting tired. I'm like, no, they're not, Jesse. Shut the F up. Yep, and that was what the Bethune drive, I, I think. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, this was a, a performance for the ages. Uh, what a way to bookend this part of the season, your first effort. There you go. Gene popped it. You swigging? Come on, Gene. Let's swig a little bit out of the bottle like men. Come on. Here we go. <laughs> For the ACC, sure. 13-0, mm-hmm. baby. Mm-mm-mm. Ooh, oh. that is sweet. That's sweet. There we go. We got some bubbly in the house now. All Time right. to pop the cork. I give you permission to pop the cork behind me. Thank you very much to my lovely wife. She's Ooh, wearing the tack good. glasses, by the way, folks. Those are the ACC Network tack glasses nice. that she's sporting. So uh, in spirit... Cheers to all of you out there. Welcome in. This is Warchant Game Day Post Game Call and Show. Your calls are coming up. Ooh, this is also nice. a night in which you can purchase, thanks to our friends at Garnet and Gold. You see them, they're sponsoring the chat tonight. You want official ACC championship gear? This is one where you're not going to wear the ACC logo with irony. You're going to be proud <laughs> to wear the ACC logo this year for what this team has done, for what they've battled through, for what they persevered through. This is easily, Gene, one of the most likable teams in Florida State yes. history. And if you want to get some gear, that shirt's pretty sick, actually. I like that. That's a clean look to it. Mm-hmm. Go to GarnetandGold.com. GarnetandGold.com. They have it ready to go. They were waiting for this moment. They were hoping for this moment. So were we, Gene. And with an offense that uh, looked like it resembled something out of, oh, I don't know, the New York Giants, <laughs> 1957, Florida State still did enough. Still did enough with the Wildcat in one drive where it was two plays, Lawrence Toafili with a little counter with the Wildcat for a huge gain, and they finished the job. A couple of short fields, field goals. They did what they had to do, Gene. I believe now Florida State, uh, the final was 16-6. I ran up here when they were putting their knee to the turf. Uh, they did not – they went they went knee all the way around. They did not try to push that uh, for – No, well, they got the, the back-to-back sacks there yeah. uh, at the end. And then Fisk, I mean – Catching him from behind at the end was just so apropos to end it on a sack, basically, in the last, uh, really effectively the last play before they took the victory formation. Cheers, Tom. Cheers. ACC we celebrate, we celebrate championships with champagne. Yes, we do. Cheers, everyone. Scotch, mm-hmm. but yeah. Oh, this is good stuff, man. Well, that certainly is a choice to go from scotch to champagne in back-to-back moments, uh, but we are going to have a lot of fun tonight. This is going to be one of the yes, most fun sir. shows of the year. We've and got, we're going to be back pretty soon. People are going to get sick of us, Tom. Aren't they going to see us again in just a few hours? You're going to see us in 12 <laughs> hours, folks. 12 hours, 3 minutes, and 23 seconds from right now. You're going to see us. Mm-hmm. We are going to be here on War Chant TV for the live reaction show tomorrow noon. I believe the count, uh, not the countdown, but the uh, top six are revealed around quarter after the hour. So we're going to convene a little early. We're going to fight through all the bullshit. And the noise that we hear from all of these talking heads who are trying so hard, we're going to see tomorrow, Gene, I firmly believe we are going to see undefeated Florida State 
in that final four. I don't care how hard Joe Tessitore tries. I don't care how hard Kirk Herbstreet or Joel Klatt or whoever else you want to point to tries over this next 12-hour period. I believe firmly what Florida State's defense did tonight, combined with the fact that we all know Tate Rodemaker will be the quarterback for Florida State yes. in the next game they play, is enough to push Florida State over the finish line over an Alabama team. Because I think Texas is in, Gene. So I think it's over an Alabama team that beat USF 17-3, to that needed a fourth you think, and third You think one. Texas is in over Alabama, huh? It's a head-to-head. That's got to count. It's a 10-point win in he Alabama. Careful there because Florida, Florida State beat Notre Dame head-to-head and somehow got into the championship one year. So um, there, it, it has happened before. It has. Yes. They, Texas beat an Oklahoma State team that got blown out by UCF. So, you know, you Alabama. Got, and, and Alabama just beat the number one team in the country, two-time defending champions. I'm just telling you, Tom. Yeah. yeah. I know I'm being a little bit devil's advocate here, but I'm telling you, I don't think it's such a lock that Texas is in. I can't think they're going to keep an SEC team isn't going to get in. I think it's an absolute lock that Texas is in. I think, I, the reason Greg Sankey is on the day as a college game day this morning is because he's terrified of the result that happened today. He was terrified. You don't Ooh. speak that loudly unless you're afraid, unless you're chicken about what's about to happen in the next day. I would day. love to see that. I mean, no. I, I don't think I, – I can't see the day where they shut the SEC out. So it comes down to us and Alabama for the resumes. Alabama beat USF 17 to 3, 6 and 6. They needed fourth <laughs> and 31 to beat Auburn, 6 and 6. Oh, yeah, they lost the football game too. They lost the game. We they beat did. LSU by more than Alabama beat LSU. So, no, this is an open and shut case in my oh, mind. Oh, it's open and shut. Tom, here's the thing at the end of the day you beat eight teams going to bowls. Eight. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's number one in the country. Yep. FSU strength of schedule. You, if you're undefeated, you have that strength of schedule. No one else can match, and you're undefeated. Conference champ, Power Five. I mean, it's not even. It's not a discussion. There isn't a discussion for FSU. They are. It look. I think people. We all get sucked in by it, and this is their job. This is Herb Street's job, and all of them. They want to suck you in. They want to get clicks. They want to get ratings. If they would have gone into that thing saying, "Well, all these teams win. They're in." That's the end of it. Nobody's talking. Yeah. Nobody's watching ESPN for these things. They're not going to the website. They're not getting engagement. That is their job to entertain. And part of that entertainment is to infuriate teams like FSU that are yeah. effectively in. Nothing the committee has done or said lends to any of this. Yeah. This has all been media driven. People have yes. to keep that in mind. I hate it too. It drives me nuts, but it's media driven. The only thing that scares me, Tom, is like watching this broadcast of the media. Um, I'm hoping the committee members had the game on mute. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, they yeah. keep listening. You, they, I mean, they're human beings. They hear this stuff over and over and over again. The media talks in their ear enough. At some point, they go, well, maybe there's something here. Look, if you're going to do the four best teams, they keep mm-hmm. doing that narrative, then just have Vegas do it. Just have right. Vegas set the yeah. lines. Whatever Vegas says are the four best teams, you don't need the committee. If that's what you're going to do, that's yeah. fine, but then totally scrap the committee and go to Vegas. Yeah, and we all know it's not that simple. It never has been. No, or else. It's about wins. I mean, that's what college sports, that's what college football is. Well, Florida State would have had two or three more national championships in the 80s and 90s because they were the best 100%. team. So, yeah, yep. this is where we are now. We are celebrating Florida State. We are celebrating with you 13-0. and I got some champion in the house. Gene's got some scotch. I already had a little swig of scotch. We're going to be joined in a press box. It looks like the connection will hold okay for somebody who is actually he's in an executive suite in Charlotte right now. Of course he is. Let's welcome him in right now. What's up, Jeff? Can you hear me? I got a special guest. Cheers, buddy. Cheers right there. 
Hey. Happy accident. Yeah, we just happened to run into each other up here in the box, guys. Uh, hey, can you hear me at all? Yeah. yeah we can hear you loud we and clear, you. so be can, careful can you, what you say. Just close can you see that? About... Can you see this beautiful stadium behind us with a bunch of happy Seminoles? It looks like a bunch of fog, actually. It's hard to see. Yeah, well, I, so I tr uh, trust me, it's there. And they're playing We Are the Champions. And everybody around the country can suck it. Because we're going to the goddamn playoffs, baby. <laughs> is there any doubt? Is there any doubt in your mind that we're going to the playoffs? No, there's no doubt. There's no doubt. You can't. 13 and 0, 2 and 0 against the SEC. Undefeated season, Power Five conference. It's over. We're in. I don't care if America hates it. We're in, baby. I got, Jeff, I got to ask you this because I thought about this. And you've been around for a long time, FSU. In a huge game that matters, is this the best defense, best defensive performance in a game that mattered for Florida State in the history of the program? It's a great, it's a good question, Gene. I hadn't thought about it until just now. We were so euphoric here, just celebrating yeah. here in the box. Um, you know, it's funny, early in this game, you could tell Brock it wasn't going to happen, right? And so you just knew you had to win with defense. And I guess, Gene, to answer your question, I probably need more time, but I think you're probably right. I mean, even against Virginia Tech, because Michael Vick moved the ball up and down the field against us. Uh, I was thinking about 2013. Obviously, we didn't do it. And then 93, Nebraska ended up having a better game against us than we ever really thought possible. So in terms of big, big games in an ACC championship game, this is dominant. Even the 13 teams kind of played with their food a little bit. This has been uh, amazing to watch this defense tonight. Hey, I thought Jerry Burst, Braden Fish, added oh. balls, Peyton, they're incredible tonight. They made themselves some money. They were all phenomenal. So, so was Renardo Green and also – one of your guys, I know linebacker play is not your favorite thing, but how about the Tatum Bethune drive Tatum. after the sudden change? Yeah, and listen, by the way, Tatum played so tough tonight, guys. From where see, I wish you could see this. That fog is, is messing this up. So we are right on the 50-yard line. Now, I'm not saying that to be an asshole. I have the best <laughs> seat of anybody in the entire stadium. It's not close. Um, I'm on the 50. I am right in the middle. This is the best suite there is at this stadium. Why do I say that? Ah, humble brag. But the other reason I said is because Bethune came off early in this game and he had to go into the medical tent. And Ingram and I were watching that and I said, oh man, this is not good because he came out with a knee brace on and he looked hobbled. So he played through a lot tonight and he played ex exceptionally well. A lot of these guys really just kind of own the night, right? Let's just be honest. There's so much to say about this defense. Oh, there is. Well, and there's so much to say about the offense as well. This is the last thing I'll bring up, and then any closing thoughts you have, I'll let you get back to the celebrate, and it sounds like it's going to be a rowdy night in Charlotte. But it's not just about some of the guys that we knew prior to kickoff being banged up. Trey Benson also clearly was on some kind of pitch count tonight. He didn't even start the game for Florida State at running back. Now, he gutted it out towards the end. But good God, with all of the offensive injuries that they had to overcome. It never ends, Tom and Gene. It never ends. I mean, there were more injuries here again tonight. So early on, we're watching Trey, and I said, what is going on? There's a stretch of, like, I, I don't know what it was on TV time or game time, um, but I think it was like eight, seven, eight, seven, eight minutes where he's just sitting on the bench and just not even moving. He looked like he was kind of dejected because he was clearly dealing with something so you're right i mean this has just been an amazing testament 
to really intestinal fortitude, mental strength, physical strength and toughness. They have found a way. I, you know, listen, I, I wouldn't if I don't even care if you're a Florida State fan or you're not. Obviously, anybody watching this is. But if you look at this team and you talk about football being the ultimate team game. Yeah. Good God, guys. I mean, how do you not love this team? I get it. It ain't, it ain't pretty, but they got a heart for days. Heart for days. It's got to be the most likable. I mean, all we talk about where this team stacks up in FSU teams, but probably the most likable team and the most fun team to watch because, like you said, Jeff, it didn't matter. If special teams need to step up, they do. Today, defense need to step up, they did it. It's phenomenal. And a lot of those injured guys we're all talking about, including Rodemaker, will be back for the playoffs. I mean, committee will probably keep that in mind, too. This this will not be the same team a month from now. They'll be a lot healthier. And they'll have Daryl Jackson in our oh, already. I was saying that. Darryl- what is that line going to be like? The box is getting froggy here, guys. All right. Before somebody loses their job, we're, we're well, here's what we're doing. We're saying goodbye. I'm calling. <laughs> Quick on the trigger. Thanks, brother. Enjoy the night. Uh, hydrate. Make sure you Uber, all that kind of stuff. I know he walked over to the stadium. Knowles, take over the city tonight. I think Charlotte keeps its bars open. Yeah, until- should have, I should have asked about the Cat 5 maintain. It seems like that might be in effect right oh, now. It, it's over. No, there is no more maintaining. <laughs> I think the, the bars in Charlotte are open until 3 a.m. I've heard from everybody. Oh, Mayor Pensacola checking in. Oh, what's up, D.C.? How we doing? See you, fellas. And no- All right, he's predicting that it's NOLA. So. We shall see. Again, tomorrow we'll, we'll reconvene. So, what, for so if, it goes the way, if it goes the way we think, mm-hmm. I mean, we're going to have Michigan 1, right? How are we going um, yeah. to do this? Michigan 1, Washington 2. Yep. FSU 3. Yep. I got Texas I or Alabama 4. Yep. Then who? Would they, then how are they going to match that up? So then the first one gets the option. So Michigan will want to go to the Rose Bowl. Will they? But yeah. I, you know, I get you would think they would, right? So I, that would mean Florida State probably is against Washington. So Florida like, State, uh, Washington in, in uh, the New Sugar Orleans. Bowl, that would be fascinating. That's a That's a kind of a culture clash in a weird spot. Yeah. I guess Michigan for Big Ten lineage reasons would take the Rose Bowl, but of course, they, yeah, I got an easier flight to New Orleans. Bowl, right? Yeah, it's an easier flight to New Orleans if you're just thinking about. Yeah, travel. I just but, think they're so used to going out there; they want to be in California. What an unbelievable night, folks! It feels like we're doing a New Year's Eve show because there's some bubbly. We got some bubbly in the house. We've got uh, Gene with the 16 years age single malt yes. scotch. Yeah, yes, sir. Yes, sir. We've got you out here. We've got our friends at Deluna Coffee bringing you this program tonight. Deluna Coffee signed on. The day we played LSU, and Florida State has not lost since. I don't think that's a coincidence. Head to DeLunaCoffee.com today to get yourself some coffee. You're going to need it tomorrow, folks. We're going late tonight. Mm -hmm. You're going to need the coffee to shake. You might have needed the coffee during the first half, in fact, to keep you awake with all of the stops and all of the punts. But Florida State's defense is the story tonight. Just magical, this performance. Gene, the other part of it is sometimes defenses, you know, turn in a performance – and it's in a blowout both ways, meaning the off, like the way we won 10 years ago against uh, Duke in this championship game. Mm-hmm. You know, the defense made stops, but they were never in danger of losing if, if the defense didn't make stops. Tonight, you had to have it yeah. throughout. You had to have it throughout. And the defense answered the bell from the first three and out they got all the way to the end of the game because they knew the margin was this close mm-hmm. and they were brilliant. This is and when their backs were up against the wall after the punt. Fiasco, yep. and it was up. I mean, they it was on the line at that point too. Like you said, those two plays from Bethune will live in infamy, in a good way that he was able to do that back to back. 
and then turn the ties. That was the game. At that point, I was really like, I kept, I mean, a lot of people probably watching this going, they're going to blow this. You can't be this bad on offense against a competent, experienced team and continue to keep them out. And after that play, when they got the ball deep in FSU's territory, you're like, they're going to score here. But after they got that stop there, I go, the way this defense is playing, unless they have a super short field, you thought FSU was going to win it. And it, from then, they just had no chance. It's like I said, the defense got stronger and stronger throughout. All right, Gene. So we're going to uh, determine what will make us sip on beverages tonight. Is it 13-0? and 0? Is it ACC champions? Is it playoff bound? Like, what is it tonight that is going to be the social for all of us out here watching on Warchant TV to enjoy a sip? What, your choice. Uh, I'm just going to say 13-0. and 0. I mean, you know, like we talked about it last week, being state champs to me was bigger than ACC champs. But being 13-0, and 0, it's, you know, what we talked about to honor Jordan. Yep. And to be put in this position, you know, I again, I'm with you guys. I think it's a 99% chance FSU is in the playoffs, but it doesn't matter. The season has been so special in the way they got there. To me, it's the whole product. It's not ACC. It's not state. It's the whole thing that's so special about this team. And FSU fans have every right to celebrate and uh, just love this. This is unbelievable what they've done this year. From two years ago, a little over two years ago, Tom, they were talking about the firing Norvell. Mm-hmm. Everything was horrible, da 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 da. And for a team to turn it around to this point that we're talking about, they're probably in the college football playoff. It's incredible. Uh, it's just something to celebrate. This group has so much heart. Um, a lot of the games this year were closer than we expected they would be as Florida State built their way to 13 and 0. But this is not the same thing as 2014, where there was potential unrealized. This team got everything they had out of what they could bring to the table every week in terms of health. The offensive line injuries have been massive all season long. And, Gene, it was great great to see that Robert Scott made his way on the field in this game. Bless Harris also played in this game. They had a drive, at least one, where Bless Harris and Robert Scott were the tackles. Like, that's I the saw way that. It. And that, I noticed they got a couple <laughs> nice runs up the middle with those guys in there. And I was, tell, was sitting with a couple buddies, and I go, see a difference that makes when those guys are in there blocking. And that's the thing, too. Those guys are given a month to rest. Mm-hmm. You know, yep. I mean, that's a thing. I mean, again, the committee looks at they look at all this stuff. This will be a much healthier, much better Florida State team offensively a month from now. One of the most spirited and clutch performances, one of the outright most dominant performances by a Florida State defense in the history of Florida yep. State football. Florida State has now won, if my math is correct, 19 straight games, 19 straight games. Wow. That's unbelievable. The second longest streak in program history. And they're going to play, we believe in the college football playoff for a chance to make it 20 in a row. And I believe, personally, Gene isn't willing to go quite that far, that the SEC is out, and we're looking at a Michigan, Washington, Florida State, and Texas, or or Alabama field. Georgia's out, guys. They lost today. They're out. Oregon had a better resume outside of that, you know, one loss to Washington heading into the last night's game, and they lost. They're out. The field is wide open, folks, even with a backup quarterback. It gets really interesting. Before we go to the phone lines, we want to thank some people who have contributed to the program. Yes. We'll get through uh, about five to seven of you that are just monumentally gracious. First name, John. Jesse and Joe showed Brock no mercy. Any other team and Brock starting is a feel-good story. Let's mm-hmm. go, Knowles. It is a tough one tonight. He wasn't helped by uh, a lot of situations, Gene. You have an errant snap when he's not ready for the ball. you got drop passes. Uh, I mean, but, Keon, come on, man. I mean, I, I know that stat that supposedly isn't dropped a pass, even though that one in the end zone yep. a while ago, he definitely dropped. For some reason, they didn't count that as a drop. That was one, man. You got to give that. Your quarterback needs your help in that situation. You got to do that. And I know. I think it was uh, was a Morlock on another one. Mm-hmm. Or I know it was a little bit contested, but the, you got to make those catches. 
Correct. But then also he didn't play well. I mean, it's okay to say it. No, he didn't play well. Yeah. There, there are check downs that are wide open. Actually, we talked about this in the pregame show. Um, even in his limited reps, Gene, against Southern Miss and North Alabama, there are times where there is a check down mm-hmm. that is begging to be thrown to, and he just doesn't see it or doesn't yeah. care to throw it there. I'm glad that Tate Rodemaker uh, should be available for the next game that Florida State plays. Yeah, it was a close played. call. He was very close. So I think, honestly, from everything I've heard, if the game was Sunday, he would have played. I mean, it was, it was that close, the call. Oh, wow. that That's an interesting nugget there. Yeah. Uh, he did go through warm-ups, for what it's worth. Yeah, I guess the, that was the testing. The testing was very yeah. close, but they borderline. They're going to say, you know what, we're going to put safety first, and I, I, that's the right thing to do. James, dear Lord, thank you so very much for this contribution. That is literally mm. massive, like Florida State. Oh, James, wow. Wow. Hey, college football. Baltimore Ravens 2000, FYI, this team, a.k.a. defense, deserves a shot at the Natty. I've been a fan since 1985, and our defense tonight was jaw-dropping. It was. It was scary. Those teams in the playoffs don't want Florida State to be in because those offensive coordinators are going, no, 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 we don't want to see that. So when we started the program tonight, there were about 800 of you here. Now there are over 4,000. We <laughs> welcome you to War Champ yes, Game Colin Show. I said it in the beginning. I'll say it again for those of you who are now here. Full stop. This is one of the great performances by a Florida State defense in program history. Yeah. Perhaps with the stakes and with what the offense brought to the table, the greatest performance yeah. by a Florida State defense in program history. Full stop. What a night for this defense, and we are so glad you are with us on the War Chant Game Day postgame call show. Kim says, thanks for what you do. We love being a part of this fan base. We love you, boys. Thank you, Kim. We are very, very proud to serve you guys, and we're glad you're all here in mass. Ed, the Godfather, the sponsor of the show, cheers to you. FSU, War Chant, and DeLuna Coffee is 13-0. LFG. <laughs> I know what that stands for. Let's get some more coffee. That's what that stands yes. for. Thank you, Ed. DeLunaCoffee.com. Noel Kev, Frick ESPN and their SEC <laughs> biased people. Frick CBS and their Big Ten Pac-12 bias. Xbox headset, Red yes, Solo Cup. Let's do it. Kind of season. There we go. All right. That's me looking at the itinerary for the college football playoff travel <laughs> in just a few weeks. <clears throat> Thank you, Noel Kev. One more before we go to the phones. We've had people patiently waiting. Man, for I, I was hoping hour. California, just so we can get Corey to have to get in the RV, the War Chan RV would have to take Corey across the country. But he, if we're New Orleans, that's fine. We've, we've done that. We started the season out there. Wouldn't be bad to be in the playoffs there, too. Kenneth Richards, thank you so very much for your contribution. Thank you to everybody who's out there. If you're happy to be here and you're happy to be an ACC champion, smash that like button underneath the video. We now go for the 125th time. Nice, nice round number for a big occasion to the 757 to speak to our pal, Gator Kirk. Gator Kirk is on the line on an ACC championship edition of the postgame show. Good evening, Gator Kirk. You have the floor. Let's go! How you guys doing? My man, I'm pouring champagne. How are you doing? You're doing, Gator Kirk. I'm doing well. I tell you what, I'm walking the dog right now, and it is freaking awesome that 13 and 0, we were number four. I don't know how they drop us out of that. Man, who breaks the rock? Adam Fuller, Fisk, Verth. Bethune, I, yes. I have to apologize to Adam Fuller. I was this Ben don't break defense that we played all year. And well, all the years he's been here tonight, he brought it like Mickey did. 
what do you guys think? Yeah. I think there's not a rock that's big enough for all the people who need to wield a sledgehammer to break a part of it. I, I just, I don't know. Fuller is the easy answer because so many defensive players were stars tonight. But I really think, with all due respect to the defensive line, that was unbelievable. I think the turning point in the game was the Tatum Bethune drive, in which he jars the ball loose in the end zone on a great throw by Plummer, one of the few great throws of the night by Plummer, then stops Jawar Jordan out in space on a, on a run to the perimeter, and then comes away with the interception. I like oh. Gene, you can argue verse and, and Fisk and pay, some other guy, and you'd be right. But I really think if you're looking at a player, Bethune was in the key moment of the game. What do you the think? Key Gene moments, but on the whole, man, you, you look at you got to look at Fisk. I mean, line five tackles for loss and three sacks. Yeah. I mean, no, I mean, I, I think I think Fuller, Fisk, Bethune, um, verse all break the rock. In my opinion, all of those guys should be breaking the rock in this one. This is not one where you can point one guy out. But you're right in that key series, nobody came up more than Tatum. But for the game. I mean, it was a nightmare for Plummer with Fisk and Burst back there all day long. Just And I loved how they said at one point, they said, he's the best center in the ACC. I don't know if you heard that. I think, I forget it was Jesse or Testor said that. Yep. And, you, and they just looked at him, and you just see the look in his eyes. It was the deer in the headlights. Like, man, I'm, he's going, I'm getting my ass kicked today. This sucks. Yep. Uh, Gator Kirk. No chance. So, Gator Kirk, uh, if you've had some time to think now, who would you let break the rock in this situation? I it's got to be Tatum. I mean, yeah. I mean, at, at the critical moment, I mean, everyone else played really, really well. But when we really needed it, he had three yeah. big plays in a row. I mean, like, yeah. it, it's what it is. I'm so proud of this team. I doubted Adam Fuller and his that bend don't break. But tonight they brought it, and that's that's what you need to do. So I I really hope that you know if he gets an offer somewhere else that we can match it because. He's doing a hell of a job. You guys do a hell of a job. You know what? After tonight, I'm a booster, but I'm going to be a booster and uh, a battles in contributor from now on because we got a good thing going. We need to yep. keep it going. Go Knowles. So I appreciate everything you do and everything y'all have done for me in the last four years and the pandemic and everything. Love you guys. Thank you, Gator Kirk. Let's go. Let's go. Don't hang up. I'm going to ask every caller tonight before they go, and I just want a percentage. I don't want anything else because if you go longer, I'm going to hang up because that's where I'm going to get quick on the trigger. But, Gator, we love you. So, percentage chance Florida State makes the playoff in your mind tonight. Oh, I tell you what, I don't want to go to jail, but if if we don't make the playoff, then what the hell is going on? We were number four, and we won. We, We covered. With the third string quarterback, yep. and our defense is lights out. So what the hell are you going to do? Yep. You know what? I, I know next year they're going to do a twelve team playoff, and all this shit about precedent. Sorry about the curse. Um, the precedent. But you know what? Hey, we deserve it. We were there all year, thirteen and zero. We've got big wins. Let's go, baby. Let the SEC. Oh, sorry. Let's go, baby. Was where I cut it off. Sorry about that, Gator Kirk. All right. I let him go longer because he's a legend. But moving forward, I'm going to ask you. You give me a percentage and I hang up. That's how this goes tonight. We'll let you go. Percentage. And then I got to kill the call. I gave mine. I'm at 99, Tom. Are you at 100? 100%. Well, I mean, 
No, like I said, my fear is the committee somehow is listening to these talking idiots. Yeah. And they, they actually some it seeps into them. I mean, it's like anything else. You get exposed to something often enough, you start to believe. Yep. You can believe anything if you hear it often enough. Yeah, it's it's ninety nine percent. Maybe Greg Sankey, uh, you know, lets a black ops, uh, you know, mission happen and they capture somebody's kid, and then you know they have this whole thing. That's what it would take. It would take something absurd like that, like a hostage yeah. situation, for this to turn into a bad moment for Florida State. Our second caller of the evening is still living on Saturday, December the second, because he's in Hawaii. He's in wow. Hawaii. It is Sunday now where we are on the East Coast. But he's a part of the family here at War Chant. It's Ralph. It's Spartan Old 71. Welcome to the program, Ralph, on a championship evening. We are very happy to have you on. Hello, wow. everyone out there. Um, before I forget, I'll answer first. Okay. 110% chance tomorrow. We are number two. All right. Woo. Number two. Number two. How like bad. Love the spunk there, Ralph. All right. What else you got Absolutely. for us? Absolutely. Uh, I, I am so happy for everybody. I've been calling in all year, and when I was there, I've even said it in person to those I've met. I'm so happy for this fan base. We absolutely deserve this. Their first-string quarterback could not score a touchdown on us, and I think he had like 29 or 50 starts, 1,200 and something plays, yeah. or whatever graph they threw up there to compare him to Brock, who had one start. And like 16 or, or two appearances and like 16 total plays. Just some ridiculous stat that they threw up. And our defense, how important was our defense that they came ready to play from play one? They didn't have to warm into it. They took control on play one. They did. They did. Uh, Ralph, you've been watching Knowles football for a long time. We posit that this is one of the great performances in history for sure. Is this, I know you can get caught up in the moment. Is this the best you've ever seen Florida State play in a game defensively when they had to have it? Nope. Did we lose uh, maybe the 88 Sugar Bowl when we beat Auburn. 13 to 7, maybe. Because That's a good one. I forgot about that. Good call. With our growth in history, maybe. I think Dion had the game winning interception to end the he game did. on their uh, all world tight end. Something like that, maybe, when you take in context of experience, lineage, history. Uh, but if you're looking at flat out numbers, these guys, heads and tails, one of the most impressive things I've seen. And to do it from play one, when throughout this year they've needed time to warm up or they kind of pissed around, if I'm allowed to say, this yep. was freaking awesome. Um, I, I want to cut out and get everybody in as much time as I can and not drag this night on for you guys because it's still day for me. But I hope like hell SEC is left out tomorrow for no other reason I personally want to watch Paul Fartbum's head explode on air. <laughs> That's a great way to leave the call. Thank you so much, Ralph. Uh, I love Ralph. I mean, I love Ralph because not only that, not only the shot over the bow at the end at the SEC and Feinbaum, who was the biggest troll in college sports, but also, I mean, the 88 call out of the Sugar Bowl was fantastic. I didn't think about that. And he's right. Actually, Dion did have in the final play, had the game clinching interception in the end zone to win that for Florida State. But I will say, 
also on that, that was, look, it's a bowl game. It was a big game in the Sugar Bowl. It's not, these are national championship implications here. So yeah. I think this is yeah. a little bit bigger, but also his best point was about Plummer. You've got one of the most experienced quarterbacks out there, a, a very good quarterback, a team that averages, I think, 33 points a game. They're held to six. Yeah, right. They were held to six on a big stage. No defense in the country is playing this well. I mean, don't give me Michigan's crap against Iowa. I, Iowa could play against Florida State for 50 quarters and would never score. That, not that defense that took the field tonight, they wouldn't. You're correct, Gene, 100%. And they could play 50 quarters. This defense that showed up tonight was the same one that closed the game at the Swamp. They came to life, that defensive front in the fourth mm -hmm. quarter last week at the Swamp, because this is an unparalleled performance this season from this defense. They, they've never been this good in 60 minutes. This yeah. was just this was stellar. And what I would argue, now I'm biased because I was under two years old when the Sugar Bowl happened in 1988, so I didn't see it with my own eyes. But that was a lower-scoring era, Gene, I'm pretty sure, of college football. Yes, it was. This it is was. an era built around 400 yards and 27 to 31-point performances. Like That's kind of the standard of the era that we live in with the way they officiate the game, uh, the the ability for linemen to get downfield, the spread, all of that stuff. Not, not to discount what, what Ralph is saying because that's a better opponent. No, he's right. That was the best for all. Yeah. That's the best. He's right, though. That in my At least my era, that's the best. In a big game, I can remember the defense playing extreme, at an incredible high yep. level. But for a four-quarter game with every – it's so much on the line, a potential national championship in the hanging in the balance – I, I think this takes it. This is this is going to go down, and FSU lore is maybe the greatest defensive performance we've ever seen. Way to go, Adam Fuller. Celebrate yeah, tonight. Unbelievable. There was no bended break. It was just break the crap out of the other team. Raise your glass to Adam Fuller, everybody. Yes, sir. Wow. Well-deserved. Cheers to you, good sir. Mm -mm -mm. All right, next up. We go to Ocala, one of our favorites, for the 29th time on the postgame show. It is Gene in Ocala. We love his wisdom, his perspective. Gene, you have the floor. Welcome to the program. T. Lizzie. Gene, what's going on, baby? <laughs> Pouring champagne, going through it quick. What you got, Gene? Oh, man. I just uh, – you can't even complain. You can – Think about some of the some of the situations that Coach Novell put that young freshman in. Um, I just thought a lot of it was play calling um, early on, and then whenever they start scheming up the Wildcat, or uh, you want to say the Wild No, and tiptoe toward Philly, running through, running wild, it was just it's just a great feeling, you know. Like you said, you know, we're popping bottles, we're pouring up bottles. Um, I, I just on some platforms of social media, I said the I the I test the I test says that that defense is elite, yep. mm -hmm. and yep. Michigan wouldn't want to see us. Washington wouldn't want to see us. I don't even think Texas because I, I believe truly Louisville would have beat Oklahoma State. I believe that Louisville would have beat Iowa. They couldn't do anything with us tonight, and that's just us. It's just it was just by chance that Tate wasn't there. It's no telling, and that's what the committee. And I just kept saying, "All that you know, I just want an ACC championship. Tomorrow is going to be tomorrow. Yep. Come get this thirteen and zero like we've had in the past. Um, and this is just outstanding feeling. Just you know, wow. We just I'm, I'm grinning from mid air like a like a that kid with some cake. It's, it's <laughs> awesome to have this ring. It's awesome um, 
you know, you guys have done just awesome work all year long. Going back to listening to how we were so dejected with the Jacksonville State game and, oh, my goodness, what is Brownlee doing to Brownlee? Mm -hmm. Watching us walk off the field tonight with a championship. Just beautiful. It's be it's a beautiful thing. Go Nose, thank y'all very much. And, um, you know, committee can do whatever they want to do. But just like they've been saying on the huddle, we are an elite team and we deserve to be in, in the conversation of the best four teams in the nation. All right, Gene. Go Nose, thank y'all very oh, much. Gene, wait, wait, oh, Gene. Give me, yes. the, give me the percent, percent, and that's it. I'll give you 98% there. 98. All right, I like you specific. 98%. Yeah, that's the thing. You know, you want to eye test? Look at that defense. There's your eye test. That defense itself deserves to be mm -hmm. in the college football playoff. That that's half the game, Tom. That's it. Everyone wants to talk about the offense. And that's It's half the freaking game is your defense, and nobody's playing better defense in the country right now in Florida State. If it was Ala F and Bama in this situation with its third-string quarterback oh, and a defense God. that held a top 15 you team. you imagine Feinbaum and the SEC nearby? Oh, my God, this is the greatest defense of all time. And uh, yep. it would be incredible. And it, all the talk is going to be about how bad the offense is. Yep. No, they, they would say Saban's a master. You know, Saban is unbelievable. Yeah. You can't count out Nick Saban. You can't leave him out. So put the shoe on the other foot. We're going to be in. We are going to be in. We now go to Wes in the Villages. The master of the promo has cut so many promos and losing yeah. seasons. It's time to cut one after a 13-0 campaign in the yes, ACC sir. Championship. But first, of course, we always want his thoughts. Wes, welcome to the program. The floor is yours. What's up, fellas? Cheers. Raise a glass. What a night. Unbelievable. Um, you know, I just I just saw some stats. I want to read uh, real quick to the fine people that – the thousands of people that are listening into the show. Um, let me let me pull it up real quick because this is quite impressive, especially when you want to talk about the committee and their decision making process. You know, let's be honest. We got a third string quarterback. They had their starting quarterback. And let me just tell you real quick, I got it right here. I just I just saw it right before you guys came on. Um so Louisville came in averaging 33 points per game. Yep. Florida State held the Cardinals to six. Louisville came in averaging 400 and almost 40 yards per game. Florida State held the Cardinals to 188. Louisville came in averaging 6.57 yards per play. Florida State held the Cardinals to 2.7. Nice. So, with that being said, you could, you don't have to be a rocket scientist when it comes to this committee. Committee, you're 13 and 0. You're a Power Five ACC champion. You scheduled LSU out of conference. You beat your rivals. You you won the eight the flipping ACC championship with your third string quarterback who hadn't completed but four passes in his career, and did all that. So to me, as far as a percentage goes, I mean, let's just be honest. There is. It's 100% plus. I mean, you can't even go as high as it is. I, I've seen the stats also. Michigan, let me just say this about Michigan real quick. Michigan, uh, where is it at right here? They uh, they didn't even do as well as against uh, Iowa. Oh, here it is. Florida State, playing with a true freshman, third-string quarterback, had more yards against number 14 Louisville than wow. Michigan did with their starting quarterback against number 16 Iowa. So That's great. You can just keep. 
keep going and keep going and keep going. It ain't a debate. Florida State's in. Now, where you want to seed them? You want to give them the third seed, the fourth seed? I, it doesn't really matter. Florida State's in. And again, all these talking heads and fine bomb and all the nonsense. They act like Rodermaker's out for the season. He's going to be back by the time the playoff gets here. So they want to skip around all this other stuff to make their case. They can shove it up their backside. Florida State's in. That's the bottom line. Nothing else matters. And let's just call it what it is. So anyway, you guys are the best. I appreciate everybody tuning in. It's been a great year. I've been been glad to be a part of it and be there representing. And I'm going to say on the way out, because I got I dropped my call last week on the way home from Gainesville. You guys don't forget to hit that thumbs up. Subscribe to Warchant.com, the best in the business. Get you some Deluna coffee. It's the best in the business. My man Ed Lemmix rocking it. Y'all be good. Go Knowles. We'll see you in the playoffs. It don't matter where we land. We're gonna be there. And that's the bottom line, because Wes from the Villages said so. Go Knowles. <laughs> we'll let him cut it off there at the Stone Cold Steve that's Austin reference. Perfect. Uh, very nice promo. Good call. And that is 100% is what he's saying about uh, Florida State's chances. I don't even have to ask him that question. He's, he's yeah. talking 100 Now, he said early on, he said 100%. But uh, you know what? He And I saw someone else say this in the chat, and I thought it was the case, and I looked it up as he was saying it. This is a great point. This is, will not be brought up by the committee. As much as Michigan dominated and everybody's going to talk about that dominating win, Florida State had more offensive yards than Michigan in this game against a team that was ranked higher than Iowa. Is that ever going to be brought up in the talking heads? I mean, but it's it, but it's a comparable. We're both playing for a conference championship. Yeah. Teams that are pretty comparable, and FSU actually did better offensively with a third-string quarterback. Yeah. No, no, Come on. No, no, <laughs> Enough I'm, of this. Gene, I'm Stop telling the you. madness. If the field is indeed Michigan, Washington, us, and Texas. Let's just say that that's what the field is. Okay. Hell, even if it's Alabama, Miller will play that crap today. There were so many open receivers that he just flat didn't see. You give us Tate in that situation with this defense, the way it's playing, and you brought it up immediately. You add Daryl Jackson to that defensive line. Oh. Good God, we've got as good a chance as anybody to hoist the big trophy. Not just the one That's we hold. That's the thing. Yeah, Rodemaker, I mean, what do you think the score is with Rodemaker out there? Uh, um, 27 to 6, maybe? Yeah. You know, something, something like that. And then you're like, oh, Florida State's, uh, you know, then it's just. But, I mean, he is the quarterback. He's not going to be out for another month. Yeah, right, exactly. And and they brought that up. I, I clocked it. I looked at the clock in the fourth quarter. It was 2.26 to go, and they finally mentioned that. Yeah, a little late after about 67 mentions of, uh, well, we don't, folks, we don't know what's going to happen tonight. Yeah, okay, thank you, Joe. Yeah, thank you. You get paid by the controversial remark. That's why you're a boxing announcer and you got kicked off of Monday Night Football. Anyway, Ooh, we now Tom is throwing the barbs. Well, Look, I love Joe Tess. He's Gene, I make montages for big wins. Joe's a great guy to have in those situations. He has a lot of energy. I don't know what the hell that was tonight. That was bought yeah. and paid for is what it was. Yeah. We now go to the 516 for the 45th time. A nice round number once again for a 13-0 edition of the postgame show. We're talking to Coach Josh. It's Josh in New Josh. York. Welcome to the program. Have at it. Hey guys, how's it going? Hope everybody's uh, having a good time. <laughs> I'm glad that we had a great one. Uh, no, let me stop. Tommy Dodgino! Yeah. <laughs> Josh, hey! 
Had to be going there for a minute. We are undefeated. Mm. I've waited a long time to say that. We are undefeated. First thing I want to say is I thought Trey was going to be out anyway because that hit that he took at Florida, he was grasping out that back. And I yeah, thought yeah. that he was – I knew it that he was going to be a little out, but that's neither here nor there. He'll be all right. We have a month anyway. Second thing, hey Alabama, how, how did it work out with you with your second string quarterback against USF? Not too great, right? <laughs> We're with our third string. And we won a championship. Good point. So what did we what did we say to that? Yep. And then everybody was in love with Georgia. They're the two-time defending champs. Georgia, they won twenty-nine straight. Well, guess who has the second longest winning streak in America, folks? The Florida State Seminoles. Okay? And then the last thing I want to say to that piss-ant Paul Feinbaum, the worst thing that happened to you today, sir, was not that FSU won. It was Alabama winning. Because now there is a huge chance that there's no SEC souls in the college football playoffs. Have a great night, sir. Enjoy and have a little bit of the bubbly. I love you all. I am on cloud nine. And there is a 100% chance, Tom, that we will be in the playoffs. I love it. Love it. Gosh, bringing the energy from New York. Great call. I'm sorry for his neighbors. They are now they're now up at 12:38 a.m. on a Sunday morning. But I'm really not that sorry. Everybody, let loose. Have a great time tonight. This is a team to celebrate. This is a team that is just so lovable. They find a way. The Florida State find a ways. It's now 19 straight victories for Florida State. Gene, knock on wood. But if we go where we're supposed to in the selection show tomorrow. We will have completed the entire calendar year of 2023 without doing a post-game show for a, 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 a loss. Yeah, what's, that, what's that like? I've forgotten. I, I, it's unbelievable. And I hopefully I will never know. Hopefully, hopefully we'll never know again. That's correct. But it's 19 in a row looking for 20 in our next game. Before we get to our next caller, and Director Ben's going to show some footage in just a minute, just a minute, but I would like to mention our fine sponsors mm-hmm. this season. It's an undefeated season, and our thanks, the good vibes have helped Uh, from DeLuna Coffee all year long. Let me tell you a little bit about DeLuna Coffee and about what they do for their community and what good people they are, not just because they support us, because of what they do locally in Pensacola. FSU alumni owned and operated. Ed and Brett Lemmicks have a combined 30 years of experience in the coffee industry. They produce unbelievable blends. DeLuna's claim to fame, though, is their Blue Angels blend coffee, known for the to be the first ever Food or beverage item to be licensed by a military branch. That's really cool. DeLuna Coffee also collaborates with their two local law enforcement agencies, Pensacola Police Department and Escambia County Sheriff's Office. A percentage of proceeds from the Blue Angels Blend, Midnight Shift, and High Noon Lawman's Blend go to the U.S. Navy Morale, Welfare, and Recreation Program, the Rally Foundation of Pensacola, and the Escambia County Sheriff's Foundation, respectively, supporting their local community, supporting kids in their community, when they aren't roasting their coffee or watching Florida State, Ed's playing golf. He's spending time by the pool with his wife, Courtney, and their two mini golden doodles. I didn't read this part of the read all year long. Izzy and Dexter. <laughs> Sorry about that first read for the championship. You can usually catch Brett at the beach with his girlfriend, Allie, or playing cornhole, throwing darts downtown Pensacola NFL Sundays. Or better yet, folks, you're going to catch them 
when we meet up for a meet and greet for the college football playoff. That They always travel. They're fantastic Knowles. They're fantastic stewards of their community. Folks, it's a great gift, too, for uh, you know, so a loved one in your life for Christmas, for the holidays, whatever holiday gift that you're purchasing for somebody at work, a friend of yours, a family member, head to delunacoffee.com today. There's a Pick Your Poison blend for Warchant. There's also a holiday package that you can get. It's fantastic, delunacoffee.com. I'll tell you about where to get them in store as well as the show goes along. We've got footage from the field. Aslan, he's on it, man. He's on it. There's already a a video on Warchant TV showing championship footage from the field. Director Ben is pulling it up on the screen. Let's go full screen on that puppy. Look at this. The celebration is on. Isn't this a beautiful sight? Florida State celebrating 13-0. There goes Jared Verse. This is just... Oh, this is awesome footage. Look at that. Saluting the fans. Gene, I got to tell you, too, there they are, the marching chiefs. Last night, I had occasion to go out with my wife to the Prism concert at Ruby Diamond Auditorium, where the marching chiefs and the College of Music performed for well over two hours. Immediately upon leaving, you see a line of eight buses ready to take the uh, the marching chiefs all the way up to Charlotte. They were going to get there about six, seven o'clock in the morning. So they had barely any sleep on the bus. They show up in Charlotte like mm-hmm. true Knowles that they are. And I'm sure we're not playing the sound right now, but I'm sure they were blaring the war chant as loud as they had all night after Florida State goes 13-0. This has been an unbelievable season. And, and th- these are the first moments, as you can see, an exchange there between chairman of the board, Peter Collins, and Mike Norvell. What a surreal moment this is, Gene. Yeah. This has been a season that we will never forget. And I'm glad you brought up the marching chiefs. And I can I know it's a week ago going back to Florida, but it's still to this time. And wonderful thing about being a War Chant subscriber on On3 is you can go to other message boards. And if you want to have a lot of fun, go to the Gator message boards and hear them bitching about the marching chiefs playing as much as they did, playing over Tom Petty in the fourth quarter. It is fantastic. And like you said, be able to do that concert and be go to ACC and represent and do what they did. Such a great job by those guys. I, I really think maybe one of those guys ought to be breaking the rock. You know, maybe get the uh, director to come out and do that. That'd be a lot of fun. But this is really cool by Aslan being there, getting this footage. And for Jordan to be able to share this with his teammates, how special is that? It's so good to see this. I mean, to see – we talked – we got about Fuller, and they just showed Dugan's there. But think about where he was two years ago too, Tom. Yep. No. I mean, I'm so glad to see that because such a good guy. Anybody who knows Dugan's is so cool. FSU through and through and be able to get to where he is now. Fantastic. I'm so happy for these guys. You see that footage? There are the shirts right there. So uh, we'll pivot to that in a minute. But uh, you, you just know we're not going to put it up on the screen right now. But GarnetandGold.com is where you can get the official ACC championship gear that you're seeing the Knowles sport right there on the field. And that this is just a moment. You're right, Gene. Seeing Coach Dugans, he was on yeah. the brink. You know, years ago, I remember, Gene, I'm old enough now to say I was on the beat at the time that Timmy Jernigan committed to Florida State uh, out of Lake City. And that was a close one. And there's Odell right there. Yeah. If we didn't get a yes from Timmy, I don't know that Odell would have made it at that point. That was yeah. the speculation. Timmy Jernigan said yes. Odell has been a and, healer. And I don't know how many people know during the Taggart era how he was so frustrated with how things were going, how close he was to leaving then as well. Yeah. I mean, and, and he was 4-0. and Did he get to 5-0 and maybe in his interim uh, career? There's, oh my goodness. Yep. There's a young man who's going to be a big part of the next game mm-hmm. for us. They plays. This is just... um. Like, I'm pinching myself, Gene. They did it with a third-string quarterback who, I mean, uh, all due respect to Brock Glenn, he'll probably be a pretty good player as he goes on. Robert Scott, who we're going to see, hopefully starting in the playoffs. 
they did this with a quarterback who had a hard time completing a forward pass tonight, you know, and, and because this defense was so heroic, this has been a team gene marked by stepping up in the moment, whatever side of the ball has to finish the deal is, is game. They're up for the challenge. Mm-hmm. Look at them celebrate. This is, this is what it's all about right now. Look at Atkins and Jerry on Jones, offense and defense, giving each other a hug. This team's culture is as strong as it gets. This is phenomenal footage. Way to go, Aslan. This is just yeah, good this stuff. And we, we talked about the uh, go on and on about the resume and it, you know the the negative people, the Paul Feinbaums, um, Kirk Herb Streets are going to focus on the negatives of well, Florida State only had this many yards or this many points. But to me, to me, if you look at this thing objectively, it's the opposite. It is yeah, we don't need the Lowe's commercial up there. <laughs> um, it's the opposite to me. It's like you got a third string quarterback that obviously was the moment was too big for him. He wasn't ready. He didn't play well, but the team still covered the spread, still won convincingly. They still dominated at the end of the day, and they're going to be a much better team in the playoffs. That's the thing. I you can't get past that. I mean, how good this team was with basically. I mean, not much happening at the quarterback. The most position, most important position on the field, was not performing. But the rest of the team stepped up, and that says something about this team. Just a magical night, folks. We're uh, closing in on 1 a.m. here on the East Coast. Uh, for the Knowles that are watching worldwide, this is Warchan TV's presentation of the postgame call-in show, brewed up by our friends at DeLuna Coffee. We're happy you're aboard. Nearly 4,000 of you rocking with us into Sunday morning. We will have a show tomorrow in just yep. over 11 hours. It will be the college football playoff selection show Live party. We're all getting together as Knowles right here on Warchant TV. It's going to be a fun time tomorrow. We didn't want to promote that until Florida State got the job done tonight. So since they did, we shall convene. It'll be Gene and I, special guests from the Warchant staff. They might be stopping at a gas station or a Waffle House <laughs> on the way home from Charlotte, but we'll get a few uh, a few of our staff members on board, uh, and we're going to be watching what the playoff committee decides for 13-0 ACC champion Florida State and what our fate will be. We will find out together tomorrow on the channel. Be sure to stop by for that. But the party doesn't stop tonight. The party does not stop tonight. Hit the like button underneath this video. Take part in the Garnet and Gold viewer chat. Head over to GarnetandGold.com for Florida State gear. We now go back to the phone lines, and we hit up Jordan in Atlanta. Haven't talked to him in a couple of weeks. Welcome back, Jordan. Go ahead. The floor is yours. Let's go. We're not only undefeated, but we're unconquered, okay? We are the truth. Let's go, man. They gave up six points. The defense is legit. Let's go. Program is greater than the player, okay? Jordan Travis is great. I love him. I love him. I love him, okay? But the truth is, The program is greater than the player, and we are in it. We have it. Why not us? Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. (laughs) (laughs) So, Jordan, tell me, percentage chance Florida State is one of the uh, the four tomorrow. What you got? We're in. We're, we're, We're in. We're number three. We're playing in New Orleans. We're playing against Washington. It's mm-hmm. going to be amazing. I'm going. My buddy's going. We're going. We're in it. We're going to win it. Natty. Oh, 
All right. Ooh, Jordan. I, I like it. I don't think he's talking about a light beer there. I think he's talking about a trophy. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Jordan. We appreciate that. We'll put that down as 100% in the column from Jordan from Atlanta. We appreciate you. I think he said 13-0, so there you go. Uh, that's a rule tonight. If, if you're new here to the program, have yourself a sip of your favorite beverage when 13-0 is spoken. Cheers to you. Yeah, he's yeah. Dean Williams. My name is Tom Lang. We are entering our number two of tonight's postgame call-in show programming. On a night, Gene, that we're not going to forget for a long time and a team that we'll never forget as long as we live. This is one of the yeah, most lovable yeah. teams in Florida State football history. Uh, absolutely. That's the thing at the end of the day. I don't care what happens. If the committee screws FSU, which I don't think they will, um, if they lose in the first round or they win the national championship, we're going to look back at this team. If they win a national championship with this team, this has got to be a 30 for 30 or some kind of special thing of what where this team has come from, what they did, all the injuries, everything they've overcome. This is unbelievable. You know, it, this is this is why we love college sports, Tom. It's yep. what we're seeing right now. What's happening with this team right now? Because these guys coming together, playing like this, coming through in the clutch, guys stepping up when they need to step up. This is fun. This is why we do this. This is why we got into doing this fun thing. Um, and let's think. I don't know if we got a minute here before between the calls. I knew there's been a lot of people coming in making donations. So generous. Thank you so much for this. And this helps us. Obviously, we're not asking for it. If you want to do it, it's fine. It's great. But man, this helps the staff as well. Oh, it does. Uh, it's infrastructure that is greatly needed uh, for all of us. And um, there are more, excuse me, the bubbly got to me a little bit there. Uh, there are more football <laughs> broadcasts to come this season. We're not done. I mean, there was always going to be a bowl game. We, we accomplished that. At there's two more happy ones to come. Oh, Gene, if there are two more happy ones, my, I think I think this, whatever if is you in and I here, are in Houston, Tom. I don't know what we're gonna do, and we we're calling out Eric Angel, whoever else, and then Corey and and people have brought this up too on our shows. Like, what is what do we have to do to make you happy? Yeah. Florida State is holding up that trophy in Houston. What are we doing? Uh, I want to well, hear it. Give, give us some nominations. Give me some ideas. I think we would have to have like a tag in tag out situation for hosting of the post game show. I will chug a bottle of champagne, Ooh. but, but, but it won't be until my job is done. Like, right. So somebody can take the, the show. Sure. I'm not, gonna, <laughs> I got to drive this thing. It, you got to drive. You got to drive. Well, you don't want to drop the side of the road in the middle of the show. No. That would be bad. Gene, this is the most I've ever pushed it. I'm sure you can hear it in my voice, folks. I'm pouring champagne left and right for every call. <laughs> this is just such an awesome night. It, yes. I know that we've got politicking that's going on, and people are going to piss us off between uh, now and noon tomorrow, or noon today, I should say. Who cares? Celebrate 13-0. and 0. Celebrate a team that just won with a true freshman, third-string quarterback by two scores against a top-15 opponent. Like, when you say that out loud, what? That's unbelievable. Yeah. This team is just, there's so much fun. There's so much fun. And we're going to learn a little bit more because he always brings wisdom to the table. I know he doesn't always like that. One of our favorite callers joining the program now from the 912. I know that's uh, not exactly where he's calling from, but it's 100 proof football. Yeah. 100 proof football. We love your calls. The floor is yours on a 13 and 0 early Sunday morning on the East Coast. Go ahead. Um, man, I'm so glad to be on with you guys. I. You caught me off guard a little bit. I thought I was going to get to the screener first. Hey, if you got a glass in the air, please, just one time, raise it in the sky and take a sip with me because we are 13-0 in order yes, in honor of Jordan Travis, and we're going to the playoffs 100%. Cheers, y'all. Cheers, War Chan. Mm. Oh, delicious cheers. Check me out. All right. Yeah, so delicious. So 
I, you know, I live in Wyoming. My 912 is from Savannah because yep. I'm from Georgia. I've been born and raised my whole life. If you, I, All my fantasy football leagues, everybody I keep in touch with are like Bama and Georgia fans, and they are they can't handle it, y'all. It's <laughs> the best. I, I told them to suck our spears and wipe your tears, bitch, and they can't <laughs> handle it. It is the best. I'm still – I'm very aroused. To take the words from Ron Burgundy. Let's do this shit, man. Look, you know when I call in, I'm like a bigger picture philosophy kind of thing, regardless of how the game goes out. I'm gonna take I'm gonna take a lap for the rest of the year because there's lots of times Norvell does things in a game I, I don't quite understand or agree with, agree with philosophically. And before this game, I was like, look, we have Keon Coleman and Johnny Wilson. You got to throw the damn ball downfield. I was on the tribal council posting about it, too. And I don't think Brock Glenn threw a single pass over 20 yards. Yep. They Not yep. only did we beat Louisville with a third-string quarterback, we didn't even try to take the top off the defense. We're like, fine. Stay in a phone booth, and we're still going to whoop your ass. And it was amazing to see. I've never wanted a defensive lineman's jersey more than I want a 55 Braden Fisk. I want to get a personalized Braden Fisk jersey. It's amazing. Yes. This defense stood up. I mean, as much maligned as Adam Fuller was, he literally is – he should be ACC Coach of the Year. No, I love Nobel. I get it. They're a team. But, wow, what mm-hmm. a job that he has done. Look, we whipped our Brock out on their forehead, baby. I'm ready. We're 100% <laughs> – down for the playoffs, and guess what? Oh. Now, there is a test. They may put Texas over us in the playoffs. I don't oh. know, right? But I wouldn't mind it because I would, like you have said, Tom, I've been watching for a few weeks. I would love to play Michigan first round because, man, they're not ready for no Southern talent. They don't have our signals. Let's go. But if not, we're going to get Jeff Cameron's all-time wish for a color scheme. He's going to see the Washington uniforms on the field with the Florida State uniform, baby. I'm so ready for us, baby. We're in the playoffs 100%. So I'm going to quit uh, question Norvell for the rest of the year. And I'm not going to continue my football knowledge and expertise and all the things I bring to the phone when I actually call in. But for right now, hey, he didn't even throw a pass beyond 20 yards with Brock Glenn, and we won the damn game. So he knows something I don't know. They still haven't started our tackles yet. Something tells me our tackles will start when we play Washington and Michigan in the playoffs because we will be in the playoffs. So God bless you. Raise a glass. Go nose. And I love this damn call-in, man. Everybody, shout out, donate, give all your money to the call-in. Much love, you guys. <laughs> Thank you, 100 Oh, I love the energy. There's a rhythm to the way his phone calls go, and I always dig it. That they're fantastic. Um, there's some things that perhaps around tundras that we won't discuss beyond this point. You like that? You like the uh, what was it? The Glenn and the four. There no, well, there's a Brock part too. Uh, <laughs> but I would say, Gina, I think there's only one throw that legitimately might have been over 20 yards, and it was a corner out to Keon where he bobbles it towards the sideline. That was actually oh, a great yeah, throw. Yeah, 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 yeah. That yeah, might have yeah, been his best throw of the night. That. Yeah, yeah. That's it true. Was, That's uh, true. It was a night, though, he's right, where you didn't take the top off of the defense, even though you got two targets that, you know, it would be nice to give it a shot to them every once in a while. 
and you still win by two scores. This this defensive performance is just heroic. Uh, before we get going to more callers, I would like to thank a couple more people who contributed yeah, to the yeah. program. Uh, let's get a list of another three or four. Director Ben behind the scenes doing multiple things, folks. We've got press conferences coming up on Warchant TV. He's loading those, dressing those up for everybody while he's doing this. He's a man of many talents. I just want to say thank you to him. Justin, why is it that everyone is allowed to use the eye test to look at schools who dominate but can't use it to see FSU will be much better than tonight with Tate at quarterback? Great point. It yes. took until two minutes, 25 seconds in the fourth quarter for the dumbasses in the booth to think, oh, wait a minute, Tate's only out with a concussion. Yeah, you think, guys? I mean, my God, Gene, at least Jesse Palmer said throughout the broadcast that there is something to a team with a third-string freshman beating a top-15 yeah. team. Like, Jesse, Jesse, I thought, was better tonight than, than uh, Joe was. I don't that's know if you heard it. It's surprising. Yeah, you would think the other way around. But, no, that, that and that is a good point. And that's what I said. If the committee really is not listening to the the blowhards, they're mm-hmm. talking about stuff and they look objectively that stuff. I think this is actually a plus for Florida State that the defense was this good and you wanted a third-string quarterback. Actually, probably under – I would say when we all thought Brock Lynn was coming in, we thought he'd play better than he did. Uh-huh. He underperformed, but Florida State still ended up with a – you know, a win that covered the spread in this whole thing and one, you know, relatively dominant at the end of the game. This is a very positive for FSU. Yeah, we can get to uh, the uh, the breakdowns and stuff later. I'll just say, in short, there are two or three situations in which there is a check down that is so wide open it hurts. Yeah. One of which was towards the end of the first half. It's a second down where he takes a sack. It's second and three, I want to say. They got three receivers to the top of the screen to the right of the formation. There's a bubble good Christmas. They might score a touchdown if he just throws. There's nobody there on the screen. Yeah. And that's, that's unfortunate, but it's a freshman. It's a true freshman. This doesn't mean that Brock Glenn sucks. It just means the moment was really big for him. But he wasn't what? supposed to be on the field yet. I yes. mean, that's the thing. People want, I, I get they jump in and I said, oh, it's, I, I saw these threads in the travel council. It drives me nuts. The knee jerk. It's time to go to the transfer portal. We don't have a quarterback. Yep. It's like, yep. man, it takes these guys a little time to develop. And here's one other thing. Brock Glenn, uh, Glenn wins as a starter equals the amount of losses for Alabama equals the amount of losses Ooh. for Texas on the season. One for everybody on the list. JD Crypto, hashtag finished 13 and 0 for 13. Thoroughly enjoyed the ride this season with the Warchant crew. Go Knowles. Thank you. Thank you very much, JD. And they did finish 13 for that guy right there. 13. In theory, I was right podcast. A couple of weeks ago, I saw Toa Feely was the uh, the sleeper most important player on the team and got some pushback on that. I guess you meant you, you said that. I'm still getting – am I still getting pushback on that right now? Uh, not tonight. I thought it was interesting. that It wasn't Gene like like Trey Benson was bad down the stretch. In fact, he had a couple of big runs mm-hmm. on a drive that Florida State might have been able to score a touchdown. They end up kicking to go up 16-6 to six at that point. But I'm surprised that Lawrence didn't get more touches down the stretch, given how good he was as a Wildcat quarterback and and um, generally speaking, how, how fresh he was tonight. I'm surprised they let Trey close it. Not that it was a bad decision to give Trey Benson the ball, but Lawrence was excellent tonight. He really was. And I loved earlier, I think, I don't know if it was Joshua, brought up the tiptoe of Feely, uh, yep. which goes back to an RG3 reference, which was great. I always love that one. But no, you're right. I mean, and he did that well. And it's a couple, if you go back and look at a couple of those, and maybe this will be a Dominic Robinson breakdown with you guys. A couple of those uh, Wildcats, it wasn't there. And like, he did a really good job of sitting back there and finding the hole and making the guy miss and going to the right spot. It was it was fun to watch. So no, he had a great game. But obviously, 
that, that you know, we talked about the big plays on defense, but that was the one play on offense, him making that big play out of the Wildcat early on to set up the only touchdown of the game. And that was all in 12 field. So great job by him. Want to let you folks know that the amount of interviews coming out of Charlotte tonight are unbelievable. Director Ben just mm. let me know. Uh, he said a, a swear word about how many there are. <laughs> Uh, but uh, you've got Mike Norvell and Lawrence Toafili on the dais together on the channel tonight. Ryan Fitzgerald was interviewed tonight. Two big kicks for Florida, including the one that puts us up two scores. Bring that up, man. That was yeah, that forty-yarder. Was it? It was a little I'm scared. I mean, you know, it was even close on that one. But I'm like, that was the one. I'm like, just make this freaking kick, and the game's over. Thank. Yep. He's he's weaseled it in there, but he got it done. Yeah, two score lead. Braden Fisk. Good was interviewed. He should have been Tatum Bethune. Mm -hmm. Good was interviewed. He should have been Demetri Emanuel. Awesome. Awesome. Had a couple of humongous blocks and big running plays tonight. Adam Fuller was interviewed tonight. It's not typical to get the coordinator after the game. Adam Fuller will be on the channel. Jared Verse, Fabian Lovett, uh, Fitzy Mm -hmm. Emanuel, and Bethune. I guess they were all together on the dais as well. There's going to be so much. I mean, there's the War Chant rap coming up in a little bit. Yes. uh, Presented by Vitamin Energy. Uh, look, we're not done here on this show. Don't get me wrong. I'm not moving you anywhere. It's just there is so much content tonight. You probably could stay up until we sign on tomorrow at noon. Pull an all-nighter, Tom. Let's pull an all-nighter. Let's just, you know what? Let's just go straight through to noon, Tom, and never yep. go to sleep. We'll just I'll tell you what. Open. Let's convene for a live show at Corner Pocket at 3 in the morning, and we'll go nine hours yep. and just talk and We'll open the phone lines until that point. As long as Bill keeps the bar open, I'm good. <laughs> I was there last night. It was a lovely time to watch Washington win that game. Uh, two more super chats before we go back to the phones. Uh, who is next? Who do we need to thank next? You guys are on. Uh, gals are so generous. Florida man in Texas. 13 for 13 Oles. F the committee. Regardless, this team is special. Yes. Yes. Gene, it's tough tonight. Like, we could talk politicking, and we have, or we could just celebrate the Knowles like we have yeah, as well. It's a, I'm more about celebrating this moment. We, we have time to talk tomorrow, but this group is special. Yeah, don't get mad at the committee, Tom. Get mad at the media. I mean, the committee hasn't done anything wrong. They've ranked FSU appropriately. They've said the right things. It sounds like they're keeping the right things and criteria. The media is trying to stir up interest, and they're doing a great job. I give them credit because if their job is to stir up interest and engagement, controversy they're they're doing it but that's yeah. not always reality so just just don't worry about it. fsu's good we covered by uh eight nine points by the time what the line was a kickoff yeah. i mean yeah we did what we were supposed to do uh more than vegas thought philip thank you very much in the stadium still okay wow outstanding you. you might have said this a little bit earlier i'm sure that the police would have escorted you out by one in the morning but we effing did it fisk is the real mvp in my eyes yeah. Gene, when you consider now combined in the last eight quarters of football, specifically the first quarter against Florida, and then the entirety of tonight, I think he had the TFL on the first play from scrimmage or the second play from scrimmage. 55, somebody ripped off his nameplate. Did you notice that? He, <laughs> I saw that. I didn't know what happened there, Tom. I'm like, is he going old school and he doesn't want his name on his jersey anymore? <laughs> I'm like, what is going on there with that? I'm glad you brought that up because I'm like, why does he not have his name? Yeah, it, I, he started the game with it. And how many times he get hold, held? Here's the thing, too. And this wasn't, this wasn't Hesser. This wasn't Flanagan. But I mean, he must have been held four or five, especially in the first half. I kept seeing him being tackled over and over and over again, and no calls being made. They had no answer for Fisk the entire game. He was unblockable. He was unbelievable this game. He was. Uh, we'll go back to the phone lines. Thank you for everybody who's contributing on the Garnet Gold viewer chat. 
We'll take some questions as well. There's a lot to get to. Like, there's a lot to get to. But I know my man, Gene, it has been an hour and 20 minutes. We're going to take a very, very short break here. A word from our friends at DeLuna Coffee. This break will be, let's see, I'm looking at it. We're going to take the 58-second break. So we're taking a one-minute break. Gene, if you need more time, I'll come back and I'll bring a phone caller up on the lines. But this is a one-minute break. We'll be right back. Just need a chance to reset on a 13-0 Sunday morning, 1 o'clock on the East Coast. This is the War Chant Game Day postgame call-in show brewed up by our friends at DeLuna Coffee. Our head coach has a taste for the finer things in life. Personally, I like to picture him in front of a fireplace, clad in a garnet and gold velvet robe, with a glass of Lagavulin 16 and a Cuban cigar. Rumor has it, coach has a brand new Bengal tiger rug and a photo of Brian Kelly on his mantle. Now, while coach has high-powered offensive weapons at his disposal, FSU fans need only one thing to start their game day. That's DeLuna Coffee's Blue Angels Blend. Talk about high-powered. This jet fuel in a cup will have you feeling like you can take down a 500-pound tiger yourself. Two cups will have you wanting to boost an F-18 for the pregame flyover. Our advice, though, leave the hunt to the professionals. It doesn't mean that you still can't enjoy the finer things in life, just like Coach Mike. Trust me when I tell you, DeLuna Coffee makes for one hell of an espresso martini. Head to DeLunaCoffee.com today to find out more. He made it with one second to spare. That was unbelievable. Terrible. Gene has an internal clock like uh, Jameis Winston did in the pocket uh, for those <laughs> couple of years at Florida State. That's outstanding. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, we are celebrating a 13-0 season. We're heading to the phone lines. Now, we, we do not have, and I want to send a special shout-out, he's sleeping right now, to uh, call screener Terry. I know 100 Proof mentioned He's like, I was surprised that I got straight through. Uh, Terry is on a flight. And in the, in the morning at 6 a.m., he'll be waking up in three hours. We might still be going here on War Chan TV yep. at that point. Uh, so we don't have our call screener tonight. So I'm going to shout at a couple of you that are out there by your area code. So to the 386, you've been waiting for a while. 386-855 are the first three digits of your number. We are now talking to you. We now give you the floor on the postgame show. Welcome. Who are we speaking to? Uh, Trey. Trey, welcome to the program. Welcome to a 13-0 edition. We're happy to have you. Go ahead. Oh, man, dude. This, this is huge. That was great. Uh, all, but, you know, Fisk, first, everybody, that was – God, that whole defense is great. Adam Fuller, I wish I could buy him a shot right now. Uh, but, my God, at the end of the game, did anybody see Jesse Palmer's face? God of my that – was, that was the cap on everything. And in the words of the great Jeff Cameron, Paul Feinbaum, Jesse Palmer, all SEC, except Lee Corso, I got to say, suck it. <laughs> That's all I got to say. Mm. But I will ask you this one question. I'll let you go. Uh, by the way, I'll give you a 98% on Florida State getting in. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, that 2% is because I want to see a battle of FSU Twitter. <laughs> if they don't get in, but I am a dollar for State fan. I, I want them in, but I will leave you with this. Alabama plays somebody at the beginning of the year and they go seven and five or six and six, something like that. It's the Alabama effect. We do the same thing like LSU. And all of a sudden it's just, Oh, that's just not a good team. Yep. I don't think that's really fair. Am I, am I, am I wrong? Or am I looking wrong on that? 
I don't know. But, hey, look, cheers to y'all. I love War Chant. I love what y'all do. I look forward to y'all show every day. I look forward to this call-in show. And uh, y'all have a great night, and y'all celebrate this, and go Knowles. Thank you very much, Trey. We Thank appreciate you, Trey. It. No, I mean, uh, you're, you're not wrong, first of all. Uh, Gene, I'll, I'll give you the floor. You always love this argument about SEC bias, um, but, but I will just say, first and foremost, compare the schedules, compare the results. Florida State beat LSU by more and more soundly than Alabama beat LSU. And these are the two teams I think it's going to come down to with the committee. I think Texas is in. I think we're in. But I do think if the committee is going to be looking at two resumes, they're going to compare Florida State and Alabama's. Alabama lost a football game. Florida State beat LSU more soundly than Alabama did. So I think it's the end of the discussion. But go ahead, Gene. Bias. What What do you think? <laughs> well, there there is a bias, but it doesn't because there's a media bias doesn't mean there's a committee bias. There's different things there, and one matters, and one is just hot air. But the other thing I will point out is what's not brought up. It's just I've still not heard it brought up once. Alabama needed a freaking miracle. It's basically a Hail Mary to beat a bad Auburn team that got blown out at home by New Mexico State. Yep. That is what we're talking about here. If you're really going to look old granular, look at all really what's going on here. That team just beat Georgia. Okay, that's great. They beat Georgia, but they effectively, for all intents and purposes, you want to talk about game control or these other nonsense they brought up in the past, they get their ass kicked by Auburn. And needed a miracle to pull that out. That is not a team that should be in the playoffs. And it's not a team you're going to vault above a power five team that just won a conference championship that's undefeated. That's it's not complete nonsense. Yep. That's why that's why some of the stuff I hear these people talking, they never bring stuff like that up. It's like, come on, guys, we know what you're doing. You're trolling people. You're trying to get clicks and ratings. It's not reality. Yep. You want to bring up uh, what Florida State did against Boston College? They were six and six. You know, else six and six. USF, Alabama was yeah. in a game with them down to the bitter, bitter end, and USF could only amass three points. Gee, that game was three three. I think maybe into the fourth quarter, but it was late third quarter. Like so, stop it. And they lost the football. They lost the game. They lost one. You know how many we lost? Thank you. Uh, None. Zero. Zero. This is this should be an open and shut case. But we shall see. We shall it see. It, it probably is, Tom. But, it, but again, there's a difference between reality and what's being said because they have they have to do this. This is their job, and they're very good at their job because they look at the metrics. They probably have algorithms and bots that figure out what what can we say. Yep. I you know that's going to make people engage the most and talk about it the most, and they're doing a great job with it. So there was a caller from the 304 that was waiting patiently. I saw you drop out. If you're still there, call back in in a minute. Call back in in a minute. We'll try to speed track you. I know you. the 304 will try to get you in. But we now go to the 305 of the first three digits of your number, our 332. We welcome you into the postgame show. Go ahead and welcome on a 13-0 edition. Who are we speaking with? Time to talk Shopify. A couple years ago, I wanted to create and sell headlines merch for the best podcast listeners in the world. That's you guys. But I had no idea where to get started. Now we're selling yay sausage shirts and it's so easy. All because we use Shopify. 
Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Shopify is the only tool you'll need to grow your business without the struggle. Shopify puts you in control of every sales channel. You could be selling Don Julio socks from Shopify's in-person point-of-sale system or offering headliner shirts from Shopify's all-in-one e-commerce platform. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, up to 36% better compared to other leading commerce platforms. So you'll sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. What I really love about Shopify is how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase, now to grow your business no matter what stage of the game you're in. Shopify.com slash Warchant. This is uh, your friend, Bob, from Plantation. And uh, I'm sorry, no sirens in the background this time, but uh, <laughs> there's no Miami fans around, as you can probably notice. Um, really quick, just want to uh, reinforce how I started my last call with a, a, a big, uh, big props to, to the Adam Fuller defense. Uh, just really quick, a Louisville team that is averaging uh, 33 points per game. We held them to six points, obviously, in a big win, and 188 yards, which, I mean, obviously a dominant performance. So just wanted to start there. And then a few things uh, just to get this call rolling. Gene, you stole my thunder. Uh, Michigan, with their starting quarterback, less total yards than a Florida State team with – with their third string quarterback and obviously points coming off about a 96 yard kickoff return, which, you know, doesn't play into the whole offensive statistics, but whatever, we'll, we'll just look at that and let, let the playoff committee analyze that. Um, but a couple of things I just want to say, uh, Tom, to answer your, uh, your, your question to every caller, I'm going to go with like an 85% on the playoffs. I will leave some room for the playoff committee to do some shenanigans, but at the end of the day, when you look at the resumes, and that's what they're going to do, uh, when you compare us to an Alabama or a Georgia, we have the same amount of top 25 playoff ranking wins, but we have zero losses. So just want to throw that up there on the, on the big whiteboard and just let everybody see that. Um, and then the other thing I want to say is, you know, one thing I think everybody's under, underestimating out there in the country is our health as a team, our, our injury status. And if you give this team a month, three, four weeks to recover, you know, God knows what we're going to look like when it comes time to play some ball. So um, just want to throw that out there. And then a question to you both, where does this defense stack up all time for you? Just want to leave it there. Thank you. And go Knowles. Well, thank you very much, Bob. We appreciate the call. Uh, well, we talked about individual singular performances, and this might be at the top of the list or very near the top of the list for Florida State and program history. But as as a season resume goes, I don't know, Gene. Like, I, I think that we all qualified this defense's performance because of all of the backup quarterbacks Florida State had played in the past six to seven games. They did what they were supposed to, but they were backup quarterbacks that they were going against. Um but tonight, against a fully formed offense that is balanced, top 20 in EPA, I do believe, uh, in efficiency, 
this performance changes the conversation yeah, about yeah. what this defense is and the legacy for what the 2023 defense is. So where do you think it falls? I think it's still TB. I yeah, want to yeah. see what's going to go on the postseason uh, with this defense. I mean, it, 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 the thing I love about this defense is it's gotten better. Is this, Like you mentioned, the second half of the Florida game, this game. You got to harpen back to this defense going back to, like, let's say the BC game and how bad they were in that game and exposed and didn't look good at all. And there's such a far cry from that. So, I mean, I can't, if you look at the whole season, I can't say this is, this is as good as the 91 defense because they, they've had, they've been hit and miss, but they've gotten better and better and better. And they've been dominant. If they go out and FSU wins a national championship and they dominate the next couple of games, they'll be like, okay, this is the best defense of all time. Yeah. But the book hasn't been written yet, so I can't answer that. But what they've done the last couple of weeks is phenomenal. And yep. they seem to be coming together. And, again, they'll be healthier. You throw Daryl Jackson to that. I don't. Again, you've seen Daryl Jackson in practice sometimes, Tom. And the one adjective I use is disruptive. He is disruptive. I can't imagine him and Fisk and Farmer even in there. Like, what? what is that going to look like? Oh, man. That's going to be freaking scary. Uh, I think in some sets, depending upon who you're going against, like against a Michigan, let's just say we played Michigan. They don't have a quarterback who can run. So you could put we saw tonight. That's a great point because yeah. you saw with Plummer when yep. Florida state plays a non-mobile quarterback, those teams are in trouble. They're I, in, I, they're in, they're in hot shit. Yeah, I, they are. I think in that situation against a quarterback like that, who doesn't move, you could put Verse, Jackson, Fisk, Farmer, and Lovett in some four-man oh. combination. In some four-man combination. Because yeah, 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 Fisk yeah. played defensive end at, at Western Michigan. So Fisk could line up on the outside on one end. I mean, it gets fun. It, there's the answer. Yeah. It just gets fun. And, I do, and even if it's Washington, like the two most likely opponents Florida State is going to have in a month's time are either Michigan or Washington. Yes, please. Yes, please. Because when, when, it, when they get when Pittis gets knocked on his ass, they're going to be like, "This doesn't happen. This is not the Pac-12." He's going to get a wake-up call. This is not what real football is. And when you're playing out on the West Coast, you're playing real football here. People are going to knock you on your ass. You're not going to have all that time to sit back there and just look around and pick up deep, pick apart defenses. If there's anybody in my golf league that's watching right now, I just got a text from Joe who says, "Where are we watching the selection show tomorrow?" Joe. Tell Joe, folks, we're watching here on War Chant TV. Yeah. We're watching here on War Chant TV. Gene and I are anchoring the coverage. We're going to have our folks from WarChant.com who are making the way back from Charlotte join the program intermittently. But it is at noon tomorrow. Noon, well, noon today. Sorry, excuse me. Yeah. In 10 hours, 42 minutes, and 30 seconds from right now, we are going to be on War Chant TV right here that's where we're watching so anybody in the league joe p just texted me saying where we watch yeah right here it's on war chant tv we're all getting together all of us knolls we can't wait to see you and uh hear the good news because we're that's what we're expecting we're not expecting any shenanigans i know bob and plantation allowed for a 15 percent chance i understand it but gene feels 99 percent. i feel 99 percent you know it was often said tonight gene by joe tessitore that alabama has the best win on the season of any team in the country. They have the best win. Well, I think Florida State and Michigan and Washington have the best losses of the season because they don't have one. Yeah. Because they don't have one. So please shut your trap.
Now we're going to the 847. The 847. We don't know who you are, so please identify yourself and join us in the in the glow. It's been 40 minutes you're waiting. Thank you for your patience. Who are we speaking with tonight? 847309. Go All ahead right, on the trail. Oh, hey, sorry. This is Michael. This is Michael J over in Chicago. Um I was just enthralled to you guys talk. Um can you guys hear me? We can. Yeah, Thank we you, Michael. Got you, we appreciate Michael. it. So okay. bring it. What what you got for us? So, no, I so so Gene, does does Jared Verse remind you of I mean this dates me. I was at Florida State from ninety five to ninety nine. Does he remind you of Andre Wadsworth? I mean, with just the straight power and just he's quick, but I mean just just how he the second time he just pushed that that tackle back in the quarterback and got that sack. Um, I don't know. He, he just he's just a stud. Um I don't know. I, I just got some rants. I'm just tired of just hearing people just talk about, you know, Florida State and how we're not, I don't say good enough. We're, we're great. But, I mean, it's just like everybody's like, oh, they're, they're worried about Florida State and what happened at TCU last year. Does everybody remember that TCU beat Michigan in the semifinals? I mean, it's just like, come on. It's like we have an elite defense. We're going to get Tate back. Once Tate comes back, you know, the playmakers and Keon and, and, and Johnny can, can do their thing. And, you know, and Trey and, and Lawrence can do their thing. I mean, I think, I think Brock just was just a little bit in over his head for his first start. I mean, I was, I was hoping he would pull it. Every, everybody on the message boards wants him to pull it and run it. And I don't think he did it. I mean, he had a scramble once, I believe, but I don't think he pulled it one time. Um, so I don't know. Um, I'm hoping that uh, hoping the committee comes to their senses and realizes that you know we are one of the top four teams. Um, I give us a 99% chance. I'm just about out of Colonel Taylor barrel proof, so I go get get some more. But <laughs> anyway, appreciate what you guys do and uh, yeah, going old. Michael J in Chicago. That's a great right, call, Michael, Michael J. Wadsworth and Verse. What do you think, Gene? Different players, similar players? You know, it's kind of like it's funny he brought that up, and I was thinking, right, it's funny when he brought that up. He's got to be Michael's going to be the old soul like me because I was thinking, well, there's the bull wear, there's the Wiseworth. What is he? He's kind of a mix of the two because he definitely has the speed element like bull wear did to get around the edge. But I, it's, it, this is a new thing, and I, I'm curious to get your take on this, Tom. He's done this well where he's able to use his speed a lot of times in his quickness off the ball to get the tackle off balance and then use that against him to push him into the quarterback, which he did obviously against Florida and he did it again tonight. And that's just, that is next level stuff. And that's the stuff that's going to make him a lot of money. So that's really, that's, that's impressive. I would say he's a mix of the two. I hate to be a cop out, but he's a bullware wise where hybrid in my mind. And Tom, this drives me nuts on that zone read with, with, Glenn and Tate when he was in there and then Jordan all season long you see that you see the handoff Uh and you see the end crash every time and when he does the fake when he runs out there's nothing but green grass in front of him and then he goes into nothing all the time and he gets smashed all the time why don't even if it gets stopped when even it gets stopped and nothing happens why not do it once or twice to keep the defense honest? It just now, seems like we've been doing that all season, and the quarterback does not keep on those. So, in theory, there's no good answer. Like, truthfully, there's no good answer for why they shouldn't, Gene. But they did report during the broadcast tonight 
that the coaching staff wanted Brock to be careful with how many hits he took because he is one of the last lines of defense. I, I don't like that attitude. Um, it's a one-off championship game, and I think it's a free explosive play at some point. Yeah. Now, there are times, I just want, I, I would like people to know that there are times where you think it's it's good and it's going to work, but if you freeze it and you say, like, like D-Rob will do, stop it now, and then take a look, the Reed defender who is unblocked is square and is in position to make a play on the quarterback. Like they are there. It's not always, it's not always, but they are there and they're in position. But there are other times when the public gene is absolutely right. And it would be, even if it's a 10 yard gain, how much would we have enjoyed in the first half, a 10 yard gain on a keeper and the read option. I mean, we were starving for five yards on any down. And it let plays alone a dividend. Ben. Here's the thing, though. That end is not going to crash down as much, and that might hope open a hole for Tofield or Benson or whoever to get through that the next time when he bites on the quarterback and says that. That's, that, to me, is what drives me nuts to do it a couple times just to keep the defense honest. Yep, agree, agree. That was a good call from Michael mm-hmm. in Chicago. Hope you're enjoying a pop between you, uh, and I mean that. You know what that is, Gene, in Chicago? You, you got Midwest roots. Oh, yeah, that's soda, baby. That's soda. That's what soda's called out yeah, there. Yeah. Yep, so I hope pop. you're enjoying a pop between your uh, your barrel age stuff there, uh, uh, Michael. We appreciate you. We now go to the 850. There are a lot of people in the 850. We love a lot of people in the 850. But if your phone number starts with 933, 933, we're going to you. Who are we speaking with on the postgame show? Go ahead. Oh, did they just leave? They just hung up the moment I brought them on. That is ugly as hell. I'm sorry, 850-933. Yeah, that is tough. To the 415 we go. You called us two years ago. I can see that, but I don't know your name. To the 415, welcome to the program. Who are we speaking with? Hey, Tom. This is Jay. Yeah, I called two years ago. And, in fact, that was kind of why I decided to call. I called last year. Last time I talked to you all was um, at the end of the Florida game. When I compared <laughs> Travis's runs to Ward and nine uh, three against Virginia, been working a ton, driving through Northern California, and um, Warchan has been awesome to listen to on the road when going to ships in the ER and surgery and stuff. So it's been awesome. But um, I called two years two years ago in uh, uh, I guess it was 2021, uh, first time ever calling in after we played Louisville. And noted a change. We lost that game. I kind of thought there was symmetry in me calling in because um, I called in specifically. I think Jeff was on the, the line that, <laughs> that, that, that day. Jay, that, and, that was uh, it. Let me stop you real quick. That was a colorful post game. I remember I was not there that day. I was watching from a Whistling Straits. I was at the Ryder Cup, and that was a colorful post game show. So, you, this one, <laughs> go ahead anyway. That was an interesting day. Go ahead, Jay. Yeah. That's right. I mean, we lost that game, but like we showed culture that hadn't been present since like 2013, really, when you look back in retrospect of fight, because we fought back in that game. So that's why I felt like calling in and we were kind of at the low point of the season. And anyways, I called in. Um, But in speaking of culture, like look at Warchant, like the culture, you guys transition on three and we've got probably 110% retention of, uh, people transitioning over and that's my prediction for us being in the playoffs but to me this win was validation across the board and i think ira will probably write something to that effect the criticism of norvell back then he's validated today he has created culture where a third string qb can come in and somehow some way through grit through team esprit de corps 
despite NIL and all the things that can potentially divide a team, we get, get and find a way through true null pride to make it happen. He brings out the Wildcat, which was a substantial part of our offense today, if not the part of our offense, and we make it happen. It's validation against Fisher, who I don't ever want to talk about again. All of this talk about whether or not we had enough and we were, we were you know, contributing enough and we, we were committed. Oh, we're committed. We're committed because we're committed with our hearts. And that matters a lot more than dollar bills when it's down. And we're also, it's against the ACC. Alfred was talking about it before the year. How awesome is it? How fortuitous is it that this year, this year, we are the team. All eyes are on FSU. He's right. We're validated. Fuller's validated. That is awesome. The D-line, that call about Wadsworth was awesome. The D-line looked like 96 with Bulware, Wilson, Wadsworth as a DT. He used to be a DT before he converted to a DE. I think Verse looks like actually Wilson. That's how strong he is. He used to bowl people over. To me, this is a top four season ever. Whether or not we win it or not, this is a top four season. This is like the best team. It's why college football is so awesome. Who would have thought this? Besides our national championship years, this year is like bar none above every other year. Besides maybe when we were first making it onto the, onto the scene. Now we're moving on to a new season. We've only got two games to play. We've got a month to recover. And we're a completely new team. Rotomaker's coming back, whether they like it or not, right? Yep. We've got a whole new O-line, hopefully coming back with Harrison Scott. We've got D-Jack coming in. We've got all this time for game prep with Norvell, and he's shown that he's got it. We've got Wilson and Coleman and Bell that really haven't been able to utilize yet, obviously, with, with Brock today. So, anyways, I think this is just an awesome capstone to, like, a magical season, and this is why you watch FSU football, and it's just amazing. My prediction is that it's going to be Michigan, Washington, Bama, and FSU, and I welcome you all out to the West Coast. I think we are going to play in the Rose, and I think we match up very well against Michigan. I think we're playing for the Natty. I think this might be the season where 98, 96, 97, we've been screwed so many times. This year might actually be in, end up being our year. So there you go. That's my prediction. We'll see how it goes. Well, thank you very much. Uh, hey, that's well 100%. Said. Jay, that's a hell of a call, Gene. That was about uh, mm. two minutes, 40 seconds of just good <laughs> right there. A lot of good perspective. Um, a lot of good, uh, you know, nuggets of, of history, of the moment appreciation for this team. Jay sounds like he's in a very good spot, like a lot of Noel fans tonight, which is, they're appreciative of what they're watching. There are so many times, Gene, in Florida State's history where maybe we took things for granted 14 straight years or even that 2014 team to a degree where you take for granted what you're watching. I, I think most fans, yeah. Gene, appreciate in the moment what is happening in the moment. Well, this is the whole thing about you appreciate because we've seen the downtimes. Not that long ago, just two years ago, <clears throat> makes you appreciate this more. And the biggest thing that Jay brought up, <clears throat> sorry, excuse me, was the whole culture thing. And it gets so overtugged. Everything, you know, you see stuff, you go, oh, culture, here we go again with this. But, I mean, this is what we're seeing. It is so important to a team where the team can win when they're down to their third string quarterback or, you know, this adversity happens. They're down in the second half and everything's going against you and the ACC officials are screwing you left and right. And it's to be so easy to just focus on that and not focus on the task at hand. Uh, but they find a way to do this because these guys are so good together because they have that culture. And that's something Mike Norvell has preached 
and implemented from the beginning. And we've seen this go in the last couple of years, what it's done. It's amazing. So, Jay, uh, well on point, good call, and uh, better things are even ahead. I mean, this is exciting to see how the – I want to know how the story is going to end, Tom. This is exciting. Oh, it, we it, don't it, know what's going to happen the next uh, month and a half. It could be yeah. really neat. And well, there's so much to document in that period of time. And, and it, just one second, we're going to go to uh, more people to thank. But uh, first, Jim Phillips had to give the ACC trophy to FSU. <laughs> <laughs> Brad, you understand context. What a moment that is for Jim Phillips. I hope Happy- Alford was up on the stage at the time, getting a photo up with Jim Phillips. Hey, buddy. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And what have the GRR moment. contract. Can you, like, X this out right now? Can we- oh, what a great moment that is. And it is a great time. Uh, you want to see how the story ends. You want to document how the story ends. What a great time to join Warchant.com, folks. Look at these deals that are before you. $1 for one month. $1 for one month. Ooh. Or 50% off your first year if you're a new subscriber. More than 2,600 of you are watching right now. Do you want the inside scoop on the transfer portal, on the recruiting class for 2024 in which Florida State is a top three class right now, but perhaps a giant flip or two? You don't think this caught the attention, the culture and the heart of Florida State tonight might have caught the attention of some of the top players in the country in the 2024 class? I bet it did. Some of the top transfer portal candidates that are about to either enter their names or their names are already in the portal as the window opens next week. Guys, it's all happening. December has gone from a nothing month of bowl practices and bowl games to signing day, transfer portal window number one, and now for Florida State in this era of our football program, likely speaking, a college football playoff preparation. It's one of the biggest months of the year. One dollar. One dollar to try it for your first month or 50% off for the entire year. It is the ACC Championship Special. It will expire soon. But we are so proud of the product that we put out at Warchant.com. We would love to for uh, you to give us a try for a dollar for the first month. Gene, I mean, I think they're going to be hooked if they if they join us on the, on the website side. This Warchant TV is always free, but we can't wait to see you on Warchant.com. And what a fun month this is. I mean, December is going to be insane. I mean, as great as the season has been these last few months, incredible. But, man, we got Transfer Portal opening up next week. And we know Mike Norvell owns the portal. Yep. He's the king, and Florida State's going to be on top of that again. You're going to get guys coming in left and right. National Signing Day in December, and we're expecting preparations for the national championship playoffs. Yep. Whether that's Michigan, whether that's Washington, or whoever, we'll see how that is. Uh, but that's going to be – we're out there. Mike Norvell gives us full access to practices. You'll have practice updates, mm-hmm. um, observations, interviews, the whole nine yards for, again, for a buck. Just sign up for a month. And you'll get the best month all the way up to the hopefully the college football playoffs. Yeah, the easiest way. And, and a lot of you in the chat, I mean, like there are members in the chat. Let folks know why you're a member of, of Warchant.com, the actual website side, and tell them, you know, give us a shot for a dollar for one month. I think you're going to enjoy what what we do. Um, but please give us a shot to earn your business. Maybe, maybe you don't want it. Maybe you just like the Warchant TV thing, but give us a shot. It's a great special. It's one dollar for the first month. We'd love to see you aboard at Warchant.com. So we will go take another call right now. 
Uh, Gene, what do you think? Is this the cutoff, or we, or do we want to uh, allow a little bit? Well, more if somebody drop, do they get back in? I think we're we got to be wrapping this up because I, I do. I'm going to try to get you guys the PFF grades in the morning, but considering we also have to do the championship uh, selection show, mm-hmm. we'll see. We got to cut. Yeah. I, we love it. We've got over 2,600 people in here staying up with us late. And we appreciate, we love it. We're celebrating, but at some point we got to cut this thing off so we can get one more in maybe. Okay. As Tom pours, it goes through bottle. Was that bottle two there, Tom? No, it's bottle number one, but it's, right. it's getting light. You can kind of see it where it is. Yep. Yep, it's getting light. I've been responsible. I'm not going to be after we're done here. I'm, I'm going to be honest. Uh, let's see. We've got, so the, the lines are full, Gene. We've got six callers. We're going to rifle. Ooh, then let's see. Yeah, that's, that's got to be it. Six okay. callers. Yeah. To the 704, right. 704. You've uh, waited for 26 minutes. Go ahead. Who are we speaking with? Hello, my name is Raphael Chastain. Uh, I just wanted to tell you this is the first time that I'm calling in. I know that it's been like 2 a.m. at the East Coast, but I guarantee this is going to be like a really assignment. And I just watching for the uh, Alabama versus Georgia, which is very interesting match. And of course, I'm the ACC championship between Cardinals, Woodsville versus Florida State Seminoles. And I was there at the fan fest, and they always talking about for the football and all of this stuff for the defense. But I guarantee because I'm, I heard with some of the D, because that could be like a really debate, and I got a short time because I'm about to go to sleep right now. But there's like a there's like a person to say that James. Jaden Daniels from LTU is better than Bo Nix because it all depends on the quarterback, but the persistence, the leadership, and everything. But there's one guy that will say that Jaden Daniels is better than Bo Nix, and because he'll say that, hey, Bo Nix, go back to selling cars. And I was like, oh, wow. <laughs> because in that time, because I was talking with some random guys at the bar right now, it just seems that Jaden Daniels is better than, than Bo Nix. But I think it's going to be like a comparison about the speed, the intensity, because if you're going to compare those two players who made a great impact at the college football over the last few weeks, if you see it like at a very speed, intensity, and of course. All right. Thank you for that call. We're, we're going to move on. That was a weird call. I don't know where it was going. What is Bo Nix and um, uh, uh, Jane Daniels? Is this a Heisman debate? Yes, Radio know, Jared thinks that was Chat GPT. I let it go for a minute. <laughs> I let it go. I, I got to tell you, folks, I, I had my my I had the whammy button. I was ready. I was ready ready for him to play like some sort of sounder or some sort of like prank call thing. Maybe it was a troll to see how long we would go before we hung up. I don't give a shit about Jaden Daniels or Bo Nix winning the Heisman Trophy. Sorry, forgive my language, but it's not our care. show. Yeah, that's not that's no. not what we're doing here. We appreciate the call though. We go to the four oh seven. This is John. This is John. He called uh, just uh, a week ago. We spoke. What, what's up, John? Go ahead. Hey, I'm out here in Boise, Idaho. Brother's freezing my ass off, pardon the French. <laughs> but uh, listen, um, I had the cops at my house. We were shooting off guns and stuff. It was great. They told us to type it down. <laughs> and I was like, I'm sitting around here. All these freaking Boise State fans going crazy because they beat their, they won their game. But I'm telling you something right now. That defense was Immaculate tonight. I just I think that the Jared Verse with Prisk. I tell you something. Prisk reminds me of Beyond Warner. That's what I think of him because he is that Polish tank and that German tank. And I'm gonna tell you something now. He is a beast. 
But my question for you, Paul, Paul Feinbaum is a jackass. And um, Kurt Herbstreit is an idiot. I just can't stand them. They're so biased. You know what? Come at us. I want you to play that defense against us, against any of those teams. I guarantee you we will whack the floor with those guys because they ain't team speed like we've got there. But I tell you something right now. I am so proud of Renardo Green. He shut their corner down. I mean, he was just phenomenal tonight. And yet, they had one good catch. But that play that they made there, or he uh, broke the pass up, it was unbelievable. But like I tell you guys, when you guys come out here, I'm telling you, it's going to be a blast. You guys come out here. We have a big bonfire in my house. And I tell you, we're going to light it up out here. But I can tell you something now. I want Michigan in the uh, Rose in the Sugar Bowl. Yes, that's my call, guys. See you guys in about a month. Wait, wait, John. Did, did he say a percentage? Give me a percentage tomorrow, John. No, I haven't. Okay. My, and my percentage is it's going to be hundred and twenty-five percent. We are in lockdown. All right. All right. Thank you very much. Good call. I wish we played in Boise, Gene. The show out there for uh, the Boise oh. game. It sounds like John's got quite the property for us to broadcast. Yeah, I want to be people shooting off guns all over the place. That sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're hooting and hollering across uh, the United States of America and beyond uh, tonight on War Chant TV, the Florida State Seminole Nation. We've got a few people to thank uh, that I want to get through a, a three. I don't want to call them big wigs because anybody who parts with their own discretionary dollars to support War Chant TV, we appreciate you. Uh, but Steven Stevenson says, let's franking wow. go. Uh, thank you very much. Franking, yes. Thank you. Steven again. Uh, wow. says, I'm your, I'm your here. Thank you. Well, you're my, wow. hero. this is a mutual admiration society, Steven. Thank you very much. We appreciate the contribution there. Tom Hayden says, Oh, I love this. Oh, Bohica, ACC. We are champs on our farewell tour. I don't think we're gone this off season unless something crazy happens. One more year guys. Well, yeah, I think more. It, it'll be interesting to go see Rhett Lashley and SMU next year. Cause they won their conference championship today. We're playing in Dallas and we didn't even throw a forward pass. That's kind of close to true. Uh, he went all caps. This is an all caps kind of night. Thank you very much, Tom. We appreciate that contribution as well. And James B always a pillar, always mm. one of the great people to see at war chant meet and greet events. Folks, you want to hang out with folks like James B at these meet and greet events. Not us. We've, there are great Knowles, Ralph, James B, to name two. But there's like 20. I don't want to offend anybody. Uh, it's great to be champions once again. Fisk should have one player of the game. Oh, should have one of the players of the game awards. And I hope he got to break the rock. Uh, we yeah, haven't yeah. confirmed that. I'm sure that the video is probably out by now, Gene. But yeah, Braden Fisk was a monster. And a thank you to James B and everybody who contributed. But, uh, yeah, Braden Fisk is definitely one of the names that should have been on the list. Absolutely. How cool that was the last one. He, he, like, Plummer couldn't outrun that guy. And that's all. You know what it is? It's all those races against Mike Norvell. Put that. He got the speed. He beats Mike Norvell. He's, Plummer ain't going to outrun him yep. on those things. And they did a nice little feature. If you saw that, I don't know if you saw that, Tom, on the ACC. I think, I don't know if they ran on ESPN. I saw on the ACC network about uh, – Mike Norvell's tradition of practice pregame racing yep. against the defensive lineman. That was pretty cool. And they did credit war chant with some of those videos. So that was nice to see. They did. They didn't even ask us. They just ran it, which was, what, no, they what? did. No, no, they did ask me. I got oh, the email, did? Tom. They oh, did. Okay. I got, I got an email from ESPN. They did. They went through the right channels. And okay. I should have said, I only agree if you take that shithead fine bomb off the air, then you can have all our videos <laughs> uh, next time, good. next time. If you like that comment from Gene, hit the like button underneath the video. <laughs> At last check, we were at about uh, 1,500 likes. Uh, I'm going to 
I'm going to let you folks know that I'll do something special if we get to a certain number. So hang on. All we right. will now first All go right. to the 229. We have the last uh, few callers here. This is Nicholas in Adele, Georgia. Nicholas, welcome to the program. Go ahead. What's up, fellas? How y'all doing tonight? Hey, Nicholas. We feel like we haven't lost a game. How about you? How you doing? Hey, same here. I appreciate y'all taking my call. It took me forever to get in. I was in, but then somehow I lost my call. But I won't take much of your time, so I'm glad I got in. Hey, we 13-0, baby. 13-0. I think I'm the only one who said this past couple of weeks. And y'all can go back and listen to my recordings if you want to. But I'm the only one that keeps saying defense wins championships. I'll say that again. Defense mm-hmm. wins championships. One of the play of the games, if not the, I, I know it's not sexy, but the play of the game is when Deloach batted that ball down on that screen pass. Oh, he batted the ball down. Because that guy could have run for you. I mean, it, it would have been a touchdown play, if not in the red zone. But the sexy play was obviously Bethune intercepted the ball in the end zone. That was the sexiest play. But Deloach, I mean, that was that that was one of the players, if not the top player of the game, if we ain't talking about Fisk all all night long. But uh, I'll continue to say defense wins championships. We in the playoffs. Uh, I had a lot to say. My mind's <laughs> blank right now. I'm just excited as I can be here in South Georgia, rooting on the nose all night long. Hey, y'all want to cut the show short? Keep keep the show going. Just keep it going. <laughs> and Tom, I appreciate you wearing a Florida State hat. Rest because last time I got on to you, about the blue and orange hat. I won't say the name, but I appreciate you wearing the Florida State hat tonight. And I, I think you ain't wore the blue orange hat uh, since that comment. So. I appreciate it. Far State has looked good on you, Tom. It looks good, buddy. <laughs> hey, I let y'all go. Go, Knowles. I love your show. Let's keep it going. And we will be in the playoffs. Uh, my prediction, since Georgia lost, Michigan be number one, Washington number two, Florida State number three, and Texas number four. Because Alabama's not going to jump. Texas being there behind Texas the whole time, yep. according to the uh, committee's rankings now. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I don't see them jumping from eight to, to four. They could, you know, but who knows? Who cares? I don't care. Florida State's then. <laughs> screw them all. And Paul Fiedmont, everybody wants to talk about Paul Fiedmont, S-E-C-P-N. Everybody wants to hate on Florida State. It's S-E-C-P-N. That's who it is. And they all want it, the SEC to be in there. Who cares? Who cares? Mm-hmm. I'll let y'all. I can, I can keep rambling all night. Cheers. Cheers to y'all. I won't hold you up. I'm sorry. You're all good. <laughs> hey, we You're good, going. Nicholas. We keep going. You're right. But I appreciate you, Nicholas. Thank you very much. Um, yeah, I, I, they will be partisan towards the SEC. And I will not like that, Gene. I won't appreciate it until we start taking the SEC's money. I look forward to that. that that'll be good. Yes, that'll be good. I love his giving you fashion advice, Tom. Oh, he is. Uh, I didn't wear the Mets hat for Florida week because I just felt like it was a conflict yeah. of interest. You know, I get it. I, I can respect that. But um, He brought but, up – there's one thing we didn't talk about. I'm glad he brought that up to Deloach. 
pass breakup on that play. But were you surprised Brom went for it there? Because my thing was, you got a chance to pin a freshman quarterback yeah. who struggled so far, maybe inside the 10-yard line. You you make a big play down there. He makes a mistake. I thought that was a tactical error on his part by going for it on that fourth down. I, I agree. Uh, it wasn't. It wasn't in the second quarter when you needed to make a move, you know, where it was like, all right, this is a stalemate. Like some, something's got to give. It was still early enough that it was clear that Brock was going to have a hard time. And I'd rather start him at the 10 yard line if we're going to execute a good punt rather than go for it. But I think he just he felt like Plummer uh, scrambled on the previous play. I think it was a Plummer scramble that got them into a fourth and manageable. Um, they were moving right to left at that time. That was probably the, the genesis of that, of that decision. But yeah, I agree, Gene. I think it was a, a shaky call. Uh, let's see. We've got two more callers. I, I know there are some more people in the hopper, but we cut this thing off already, so I apologize to 813, the 850, and the 321. Uh, if your number, if you're if you're Eric Angel, you're good. If you're Tony in Tallahassee, you're good. So we've got two more callers that we're going to go to. Everybody else, I apologize. Uh, we'll, we hope to see you for the playoff show, which we expect to be in. Uh, on January 1st slash January 2nd. This is the War Chant Game Day postgame call show presented by our friends at DeLuna Coffee. It has been a fun night. Admittedly, Gene, uh, this champagne's starting to kick in, so I need to sign mm-hmm. off soon. Let's thank some more people that have uh, contributed to the program tonight. Director Ben, behind the scenes, if you've got some people we can thank, let's make sure we get to them in the Garnet and Gold viewer chat. Remember, get your ACC championship gear at garnetandgold.com. Joshua, Oh, man, what a game. This defense, no words, making Mickey proud. Fuller deserves the Bryles Award. Toafili, uh, that would be the Broyles, I think. Um, yeah. Toafili was great. One of these teams is not like the other. Yeah, yeah. the Sesame Street thing that uh, mm-hmm. Mr. Sankey was doing today was ridiculous. Of course not. One is undefeated. Go Knowles, ACC champs. Gene, we agree. We co-signed yeah. all that. Sankey is – uh, Joshua. Sankey did what he had to do. Jeff Hill. Well, that's his job. It is his job. You can't blame him, but you can blame ESPN for um, glorifying what he was doing. Yeah. Jeff Hill, Adam Fuller, the best defensive performance I've seen them play all year, and they played a lot of good defense this year. Agreed, Gene. I think it was LSU in this one, and this was a better performance. Yeah, but LSU was for a half. This was yep. for four quarters of slobber knocker. As an earlier caller said, Mickey Andrews asked domination against a very viable and experienced offense. So that, that was impressive. Agreed. Uh, Angela, thank you very much. Uh, running Angela, as we know her. Uh, she's, uh, she's a fantastic member of the Tallahassee community. 13-0 and 0 for number 13. Fisk and Verse are grown men. Mm-hmm. And Toa Feely should break the rock. Well, that's not a bad idea. Uh, we're champions. We are champions. Toa Feely had a wonderful night, Gene. He went well over 100 yards. Yes, he did. Wow. Big time performance there. Sod God, I like that name. That is a very good mm. Florida State name because some sod was taken from uh, Charlotte tonight, even though it was field turf. As a 26-year-old who was born in Knoll when Bobby's last football camp, went to Bobby's last football camp, lived through the lost decade and the previous down years, no team has been more likable and resilient. Fisk took the game into his own hands and shut the game down. Thank you, Sod God. We appreciate your contribution. Patrick Vickers, if I were the college football uh, chair czar for a day, I would pick the following teams. Michigan, Washington, Florida State, Texas, ACC champions, go Knowles. Adam Fuller is now in the league. That's, that's your four, right? My, that's your four, top, right, Tom? 
I match with Patrick, you would have Bama at four, Gene. Like, not what you believe should happen, but you right, would right. What I'm happen. saying, but I'm predicting they will pick not what I believe should happen. Yep, yep. Nathan Maloon, thank you, Patrick. By the way, way to go, Knowles. Love Norvell and the players and their attitude. Yeah, th- this culture is unbelievable. We showed some footage earlier on, folks, and a- as we sign off in a few moments, there is about four and a half, five minutes of instant moment that the, it goes to triple zeros footage from the 50-yard the line, from the, the 20 to the 20. You see where the players are going. They get their shirts to put on. They, the coaches and the players are celebrating offense and defense. It's really good footage on Warchant TV. We uh, we encourage that you go see that. Johnny Zenol Brink Gardner nailed it, 13-0. and 0. Haters going to hate, but our Knowles are great. Fisk deserved the MVP. Oh, wait, let's go back to Johnny Zeno. Let me, let me get the rest of the comment. Uh, but I'm okay with Lawrence Toffoli. So happy I need to get <laughs> I need to get cloned to enjoy it all. That's true. It, it's a great night. Thank you very much, Johnny. Appreciate the, the contribution to the show. FSU Fan 93, electric ass kicking by our defense. LT running the Wildcat was emphatic. Gene, you pointed it out. The, the patience that Lawrence ran with tonight mm. was, was definitely notable. Can we please stop running Benson into the teeth of defense? It never works. Best win in 10 years. Go Knowles. Go Knowles. Thank you very much, FSU fan. 1993. Matt Diaz. I'm going with that until you correct me, Matt. My voice is destroyed because us Tampa Knowles know how to do it. Can't spell Florida State without Tate. <laughs> and can't break the rock without Brock. Love it. Adam Fuller should teach Todd Bowles. How to coach defense. Ooh. Waited 10 years. All right. Thank you very much, Matt. Nice. Up next, the wealth influencer. Damn, that D. Sheesh. 13 and 0. Let's go. Outstanding. Thank you. Thank you all. One and all. Hi, Jenks. Never underestimate. Oh, there we go. The heart of a champion. What a team. What a family. Keep climbing. Very good. Garnet Gold viewer yeah. chat continues with Scott Johnson. Scoot Johnson. The climb always finds a way. Good observation there, Scoot. Next up, do we have anybody else, Director Ben? Yep, Steven Sandoval. Was it me? You folks are so generous. It's ridiculous. Or did the ACC commissioner, did, <laughs> did he not look all that happy? Gene, would it surprise you if, if Jim Phillips was not happy tonight? I didn't see his look. We were getting ready for this. I will go back and look to see how Jim Phillips looked at that thing. He's probably a little – probably the last team we would want to win the ACC – to represent the conference, the team that has openly said, we want the F out of here mm-hmm. and you guys are cheapskates and we need to get to a real conference. So no, I wouldn't be surprised. He's a little miffed. Robbie peppers. Hopefully you're not uh, like Jabril peppers. who everybody's going to talk about pregame for not playing F. You know, he didn't play today, Tom, by the way, that's great. Right. Hey, breaking news, by the way. Yeah. Jabril peppers is not going to play tonight. Uh, we in baby go Knowles defense, baby. Thank you very much. Uh, to Robbie Peppers. Oh my goodness, there are so many more. We, wow, we, we need to raise Preston. Hey, this is Preston. This is Preston, my man from Baton Rouge. All I have to say is F him. We're here, baby. Adam Fuller, tip your damn hat. From Baton Rouge to yeah, Tally, girl. it's lovely to see. Mickey 2.0. Let's hang on a minute. Let's hang on a minute. Go Knowles. Go Knowles. I wouldn't mind hey. a spike baseball for this. I mean, I know it's supposed to be reserved for shutouts, but man, if there's ever a spike baseball and a not shutout, it's this game. In the modern era of this sport, this is pretty close to a spike yeah. baseball. Yeah, Josh, thank you very much. We appreciate that. Thank you, Josh. Josh Kuhn. Next up, Kenneth. Well, we had Kenneth before. Thank you, Kenneth. Hey, Kenneth. Uh, Brandon, thank you very much, Brandon. Wow. That's That must be a super sticker. I hope it was a fun sticker. That's outstanding. 
Joshua Stevens, opposing offensive coordinators are going to be uh, hating to think about the fact this defensive line with uh, with the addition of Daryl Jackson. That's Ooh. I got champing at the bit, folks. It's not chomping. Champing at the bit is the proper phrase, and Daryl is doing just that for the playoff. Uh, Johnny, again, agree with Gator Kirk. This defense reminds me of Mickey Andrews' heyday. Never thought I would see this kind of defensive domination again. They were unbelievably physical tonight. Yeah, you're correct, John. Is that part of this, Tom? That they, like a lot of the people in the media. I mean, I I think most of it is just they're trolling. They're trying to get ratings and clicks. But part of it is hard to wrap your mind around a dominating defense. It's just in the modern era, you just don't see it. Nobody does this. I mean, this isn't some chumps that you just shut down and completely embarrassed uh, on that side of the ball. I mean, this is unheard of in college football these days that a defense can be that dominant. Gene, if this is the defense that shows up to play Washington or Michigan, I like our Ooh. chances. I mean, it's it's so good. Troy Knoll, thank you, Troy Knoll, one of the great fans we have here. ACC champs, Brock Glenn one, Miami zero. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, thank you, Troy Knoll. We appreciate that. Ecstatic, the SEC would be in if they had let FSU join the conference. Ah, very nicely played. Mm. Thank you, Ecstatic. Seadale, give me Michigan or Washington first game. That's a win, and I feel good about that. Gene, how do you feel about those particular opponents? I guess given a choice, I take Michigan. Um, like you said, immobile quarterback. I just, I mean, they've got a good defense, but I think you get Tate out there. I think Florida State would score enough. I have a hard time seeing Michigan doing much offensively against that defense. So I like the matchup against Michigan. We saw, I mean, they heck what they did against TCU last year. I mean, I think you got a shot. With your speed, your athleticism, and that defense against a team with an immobile quarterback, I would love to see that matchup. Uh, Ray, thank you very much for the contribution. Ray, uh, Ray Ferd, thank you. Mike, Ionitis, we're going to go with Ionitis. Thank you very much, Mike. We appreciate the contribution as well. John Dalrose says, this game and season has brought tears to my eyes. Been a seminal since 1972. Wow. From 0 and 11 to 13 and 0 and everything in between, the season has far exceeded expectations, but not our hopes and dreams. And we're not done yet. That is beautifully put, John. Oh, Thank yes. you very much. He's a poet. Maybe we should give you a guest column on WarChant.com. That is beautifully put. William Hester, thank you very much for the contribution. Gator Kirk, sorry, Tom, 100% to the playoffs, says Gator Kirk. Fourth before the championship weekend, have to be at least fourth now. That is from Gator Kirk. Thank you very much, Gator. We now go to a consultant service, Leon Mark. Uh, what other teams would have won with a third-string quarterback in that situation? Yeah, it's a, it's a fair that's, question. That's, a, that's something the committee ought to bring up, like how many teams who really think could win a conference championship with their third stringer. All right, thank you, one. Thank you all in the Super Chats. There are more to go, including Noel Buck wow. again. But we got to go get our last couple of callers. Yes. So we're going to pivot from one to the other. If you want to hear from somebody else, now's your time. We now go to Eric Angel, Pillar Eric. All right. Tallahassee, nearly at 2 a.m. It's closing time at the bars. Brace yourselves. All right, what's up, Eric? Go ahead. The G-13-0, baby! <laughs> How you doing, Eric? What you got? Hey, man. Uh, yeah, we're in, man. It's going to be Michigan, Washington, Florida State, and Alabama. And I hate to say it, we're going we're gonna to go, we're going to win the Natty, man. It's going to be Tate, and we're going to win the national championships. That's guaranteed, man. 
this is our year. We're going to win. Go Nose. There it is. Fuck the SEC. Fuck the whatever. Fuck Michigan. All right. All right. All right. All right. He got his three. <laughs> He's laughing. There, there is a hat trick. You know, here I thought we were going to get out Scott Freaky. <laughs> you knew that was coming, Tom. I knew he got it in, and he and it, there was a chuckle at the end. I do believe so. Uh, thank you, uh, Pillar. <laughs> hey, but by the way, no, Eric's cut off on that. But you know, Eric, the challenge is out, buddy. You have to raise the stakes. And we had the spectacular last year, which is fantastic. But I mean, FSU winning a national championship, the bar needs to be set higher. We need something. We're waiting for nominations. And Eric, that's on you first. You get first dibs. You called it spectacular last year. We need something to raise the bar. What are we doing in Houston, Tom? Oh, God, I really don't. I don't want to know. I'm scared, I'm scared to know, Gene. I am scared to know. What All right. So I promised something. We're at 1,600 likes or thereabouts. If we get to 2,000 before the show is over, and it'll be right when the show ends. I'm not I'm not going longer. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're I'm taking close. a swig of Lagavulin, like a big swig of Lagavulin. Right? That's the rule. Hit the like button. Get it up to 2,000. Come Report. on, guys. Get it to Tom. We want to see Tom freaking hungover as hell tomorrow. We're doing our playoff show. Yes. You want to see me do it like this tomorrow. Like, all right, everybody. Here's <laughs> Florida State comes in at whatever number. Hit the like button underneath the video. We appreciate all your calls. We now go to Tony in Tallahassee. Tony in Tallahassee, go ahead. We appreciate you. What you got to say on a 13-0 and Sunday morning? Well, I'm not going to ditto too much of what everyone says. I'll go with a little different take on things. Uh, but hello to you guys. Congratulations to the Knowles. And this definitely, again, is the epitome of a team. Um, but as for the talking heads out there that want to always downgrade Florida State along with the ACC, let's look at a couple numbers real quick. Um, let's see. The Power Fives. You've got, let's start off with the Big 12. They've got five schools under 500 overall in the year. The Big Ten, six schools under 500. You've got the uh, Pac-12, four schools under 500. SEC, six schools under 500. And the ACC's only got three. So that would make us maybe a little better overall as a conference. Uh, ACC, six and three against the SEC this year head-to-head. And also you point out our defense this week, you know, only defense in the nation where there's more incomplete passes thrown versus completions by teams. And I believe what Plummer was 14 for 36 or 38 tonight. So we mm-hmm. added to that number just growing as incomplete passes. And if you want to go to history, 1998, first BCS championship series year, we were in that game against Tennessee. Unfortunately, our backup quarterback couldn't bring home the title, but we were in that game that BCS exited in 2013 with us winning the championship. We were in the first four and 14 in the playoffs. And look, if we make it tomorrow, which I think 100% we will if history's in, we exit the four by making it. No other school can say they were in the first BCS, the last BCS, we're in the first playoff. We could be in the the end of the playoffs before it expands to 12. So I look at history on our side, I say we're 100% we're in, and all the other haters, they just make it up the drama. If you look at the numbers, the ACC is not on a down year. It's just we're back. Yep. No, agree. Uh, so he's going 100%. Uh, Gene, I agree. This is what I said earlier this year, which I'm not superstitious, but Florida State played in the first BCS championship game, the last one. 
They played in the first four-team college football playoff. Mm-hmm. It felt like it was perfect symmetry that they would play in the last yeah. one. Sounds like Tony's feeling the same way about it, that there's poetic justice to what Florida State is doing. Uh, and and here we are tonight at 13-0. and 0. He feels 100%. You're still staying at 99, though, right? You want that 1% wiggle room? I'm staying at 99. <laughs> I'm telling you, I just, you know, like I said, the committee might be influenced by the nonsense that's being spewed. I don't think they're that stupid, but. You know, it's human nature. You never know. But I, I love I love that Tony's bringing facts. I mean, that's the thing. It's I think the ACC, as much as FSU wants out, and I think it's not because of some of the com- competition. It's because of the financial aspects of it yeah. and long-term viability of the program. But, I mean, in terms of when you just look at the raw numbers, the SEC's held, the ACC's held its own. Like you mentioned, against the SEC and some others, they've done well. You know, there's some, there is a lot of, if you go hard into looking at some of these other conferences, there's some shitty ass bottom dwellers in some of the Pac 12, the Big 10. I mean, the Big 10, when you got Purdue's and Indiana's and I mean, Maryland's, there's some bad teams in those conferences. So, you know, it's, it's winning, going undefeated in the ACC and playing the non conference schedule that FSU does is pretty damn impressive. It is. And and again, yeah, it, this is not the year to argue out of conference dominance for the SEC as a, as a path to get them into the playoff. They just weren't. The SEC's out of conference record is not good this year, period. Look it up. It's sure it's true. Yeah, the yeah. ACC's record against the SEC is good, but like generally speaking, out of conference for the SEC. You could start with that first Thursday night when uh you know, Florida traveled to Utah all the way through the end of the season. The SEC did not have a good year in Power 5 out-of-conference matchups. So if that's the leg that you want to stand on as an SEC homer tomorrow, you don't have it like it is a a typical year for the conference. So this, again, is another reason I think Florida State is in a good position. We want to thank the remainder of the people that have contributed to us here. And then one of our callers got dropped. I'll let you through. And that will be the end of the show. So who who is left? Khalil. We've got a lot here. We want to thank each and every one of you. Again, this is something, Gene, I love to say, and we need to say in a, in a crowded show, we are not trying to race through your contributions. Mm-hmm. We appreciate your contributions. The thing is, we're going to be on the air in about 10 hours and 55 minutes for the reaction show, and there's some work to be done on the and website. I'm supposed to write a column in the morning. And there's work to be done tonight, too, on the site. Uh, thankfully, I don't have to go uh, and, and talk for another hour or two you could do it behind the scenes and sip on some more champagne, but there's work to be done. Khalil Dent has been playing like a 26 year old man. I'm super happy for him. Toa Feely proved fans wrong tonight. If the defense plays yeah. like this, I like us versus Michigan and Washington. Great comment, Khalil. Mm-hmm. That is correct across the board. Dent, the last two games has been a monster yes, for Florida State. Sri, thank you very much, Sri. I've created a, a disturbing number of spread, uh, spreadsheets and regressions over the past month. The committee has been admirably logical and consistent. Respect. Thank you, Sri. That's yeah. a great, Sri. That's a great comment. But everybody's focused on what the talking heads are saying, not what the committee is saying. The committee decides Herb Street, Tessator, Palmer, Feinbaum, they have no say. They yep. have zero say yep. in who gets in the playoffs. So that's the thing everybody's focused on. Gene, I think you've been on that tonight, which is there is the media-driven narrative, and then there's yeah. what the committee believes. It's, it's two different things, and, and Shree nailed it there. Uh, Zachary, thank you very much for the contribution. Nice photo there as well. You look very professional. Zach, Paul Fartbomb is going to have an aneurysm. <laughs> Man, if the, I hope you're right, Tom. I really do. Like I said, I think they're going to sneak Alabama in there. But if you're right and the SEC gets shut out, 
Oh boy, we're gonna have fun listening to Feinbaum. I think they got it. Look, if there wasn't a Texas Alabama head to head, like this is a specific scenario that screws them in Alabama, and they beat the crap out of them. I mean, what do you? You got no choice, Dave. Plumber saw nothing but fives. That's correct. <laughs> there's double five and there's single five, and they were both mm-hmm. dominant tonight. Go Knowles, best D ever. Thank you very much, Dave. Uh, great Santa photo there. JC had to pull out the Blantons tonight. Celebrate. Dance to the war chant. Oh, that's a Gene Deckerhoff call. And so we only scored one touchdown. Touchdown, Abajo! Touchdown, Abajo! Well, there you go. If you waited into the 2 a.m. hour, you got it. Gene Deckeroff. Thank you very much, JC. Fred, SEC is 7-9 against Ooh, Power Fred 5. Fred dropping the facts. There it is, Fred. Thank you. SEC does not get the benefit of the doubt nope. this year. Thank you, Fred. Also looking bomb. wonderfully, wonderfully professional in your photo as well. Thank you, Fred. Appreciate you. And let's go on the way to the CFB or the CFP. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, Ant. Corey's gallbladder. It's been a minute. Thank you, Corey's gallbladder. The ACC revenge tour is complete, gang. Anything else this year is a cherry on top for me. I no longer have any gripes with Adam Fuller. Go Knowles. Yeah, Gene. I hope not. What do you think Adam Fuller's job approval was about uh, eight games ago and is now in terms of percentage? Wow. Wow. I mean, we we took those calls after the Boston College game, man. There were some people fit to be tied that would say this team is – Championship calorie, except they need a new defensive coordinator. And boy, how the tides have turned. It's amazing. I don't think I've all the things we'll go back and look at this season. I don't think I've ever seen a team that's flipped. It arguably had the best offense early in the season. We thought maybe in all of college football to flip to be maybe the best defense in college football. We're all scratching our heads about the offense right now. It's it's unbelievable. And again, like you said, whatever needs to happen to happen to win the game, they'll do it. Nick sells ATL. All right, very well. If you told me two years ago we would win the ACC in 2023 and might lose Fuller to a head coaching job, I'd slap you. I'd slap you. This team can beat Michigan, Washington, and Texas. Yeah, you're not wrong. You're not. If that's the field, it's wide open for us, even with mm-hmm. Tate. What a wild year it is. Thank you very much, Nick. Yuckmouth, always towards the end of the program. Thank you very much, Yuckmouth. ACC champs going to the playoffs. SEC out of playoffs. Keep Gators out of a bowl game. Jimbo fired, beat yeah. Miami. What a great season for Noel Nation. Gene, it almost sounds like they could, uh, we didn't start the fire uh, Billy Joel montage that you yes. could just have with those things from Yuckmouth. Radio Jared. What's up, Jared? How you doing? Brock Glenn has more ACC championship wins than all of Miami's that is program fantastic. history. <laughs> That's what the one to nothing was about. Now I get it yeah. from an earlier contributor. New York Noel. Nice. New York City couldn't get through. Bring back the screener. Uh, well, that's just because the phone lines are full, New York. No, that's not that's not yeah. the screener's fault. Raymond Bodie, D.C., thank you very much. Five Bones. Tyrick Vincent, thanks, for, <laughs> thanks, Tom, for taking a joke in stride. Go Knowles. He was saying, I never take my hat off. Has anybody seen my hairline? There you go. There it is. There it is. It exists. Thank you, Tyrick. Uh, Matt M. I'm going to hope that's you, Matt Millar. But if it's not, yeah, Matt, Matt M. Millar. Okay. Matt, okay. Matt M. Either way. Thank you. Tony Bones, thank you. We got three more. Kendall. One loss TCU got in last year. Zero loss Knowles will too. Thank you, Kendall. Nice picture of the Epcot ball there. Raymond, again, I believe we have the longest winning streak at 19-0. Washington might, but we have it. We have at least the second, second longest. And then Spencer, a good friend of ours from a corner pocket lore. Spencer is 16 to 6. Yeah, he'll be up there. Gene, he's staying up in North Carolina. He was there for uh 
the semifinals of the College Cup last night. Florida State winning two to nothing. Yep, she played for a national championship there too. Coming up, he's going to carry on Monday night for the soccer nice. team playing Stanford for the title. So Spencer, bring it home for us. I say it for us all. Bring it home for us. Our final caller for the evening. This is Joe in Tallahassee. Joe in Tallahassee, go ahead. Yep, uh, we've got a uh, long-time listener, first-time caller here. I've got two things that I would love to hear your feedback on. Uh, first and foremost is, can we talk about the coaches' management of a second-string and then third-string quarterback? We have practically, what, no turnovers uh, out of those two guys. And the second thing I'd love to hear your uh, feedback on is that um, if you've watched the games, you notice we tit for tat, couple yards, first couple, uh, you know, the first quarter, couple yards, third, second quarter, couple more yards, third, fourth quarter. Next thing you know, we bust it open. Uh, can we argue that we might have the best strength and conditioning program in the entire nation? And we should pay those guys everything they're freaking worth. So uh, I'll hang up and I would love to hear your feedback. Here we go. Built by storms says Joe in Tallahassee. Uh, Gene, one of the most remarkable things, and it's a great call. Uh, I didn't ask you, Joe. I failed you. So maybe 100%. I'll assume you say 100% Florida State is in. Uh, Gene, one of the most remarkable things I saw this season was a defense that was on the field for 14-plus minutes in the swamp last week in the first quarter that was the best unit on the field, specifically the line, in the fourth quarter in the swamp last week. A testament to conditioning. Tonight again, they were phenomenal start to finish. What do you think? You're right. It goes back. I mean, it goes back to what they do in the spring, what they do in the, uh, you know, all the conditioning stuff with Josh Storms and his staff. They incredible. And we've talked about it several times on the show, what Mike Norvell does, his philosophy in terms of rotating players. And we get, we get frustrated when we see Turner out there sometimes earlier in games or some of the other players that are quality players, but they're not, it's not the elite starters, but that's why, Fisk, and you go back because I do that. One of the things I do in the pro football focus, if you get on a thing and we'll go, I do this every game, and I'll do a lot of the snap counts for guys. And some people are like, I can't believe that Fisk only had this many snaps or Verse only had this many snaps. Why aren't they getting more snaps? Well, this is why they're they're ready to go in the fourth quarter and they're ready to go at the end of the season. So Mike Norvell's taking some chances that almost at times it was frustrating as hell, but it paid off. And the other thing that he brought up was a really good point to me, Tom. Is and I brought this up and there's a video nobody saw because I kind of got wind there's a good chance that uh, oh we released it start we We released I know but we released it with a half hour to go to the game so very few people (laughs) saw it yeah so but we taped this way back of whatever one two in the afternoon we taped this thing but one thing that I looked up and I was shocked about Florida State leads the nation in turnovers in terms of not turning the ball over they've only turned the ball over five times all season Tom that leads the nation. Yep. And, you know, that's the thing, too. And I get people are frustrated. I, they were calling for I saw the calls on the tribal council calling for A.J. Duffy to come in. Look, the way that defense was playing, the way this team is, their chemistry and stuff. The one thing you could do to screw everything up is somebody to come in and turn the ball over. Say what you want about Brock Glenn. He did not have a great game. He missed a lot of open potential guys. He held on the ball too long yep. a couple times. Yep. But. He didn't, you know what, at the end of the day, he did not turn the ball over and he put Florida State in a position where they could rely on that defense to win the game and he did his job. So that needs to be spoken to a lot and it's a credit to the coaching staff. It is. Uh, and again, you could sense that they knew the race was to 10 or 13 or 14, just like last week. It's maddening when you don't air it out. 
Like you feel that it, it you feels got like Keon, a, you got Johnny. You want to throw the ball and let those guys do their thing. Gene, it's like watching a playoff game in the NFL. When, when, you know, you see teams in bad weather or whatever, they're playing conservatively and you're like, open it up. And they, and they just don't, but, Mike has been wise. He's been proven mm-hmm. right the last two weeks to lean on the defense, and the defense has been championship level. That's the best part about this team. That's the thing that we're celebrating number one tonight is a championship effort out of Florida State's defense. This has been a, a wonderful night to document. We want to remind you, everybody, uh, that tomorrow slash today, depending upon where you are in the country, <laughs> uh, at noon, noon, under 10 hours from now, in terms of East Coast time, we will be reconvening on Warchant TV for a reaction show. This is the last one. This is the largest one. Where will Florida State be come January 1st? Will they be playing a game on January 1st in the college football playoff? Will they be playing somewhere else? We think they're going to be playing in the playoff. Most everybody does on this channel tonight, but we will find out for sure all together here on Warchant TV in just under 10 hours we will convene it's almost actually gene to the minute in about eight seconds it'll be 2 15 a.m 10 hours from this minute we will know where florida state is in the hierarchy and what our fate is for the college football playoff florida state is 13 and 0 undefeated acc champions and should be in the college football playoff this is a, a wonderful moment for the program This is a wonderful night that we need to celebrate, but we all need to get to bed here pretty soon. So we're about to sign off. I want to say again to you folks out there who maybe tomorrow morning you want to get geared up for that show at noon. If you live west of I-4, Ben, that's good anticipation. That's good anticipation, (laughs) but I'm going in a different direction. If you live west of I-4 or east of the Florabama border, in Publix, in the Florida Locals section, you can find DeLuna Coffee. Ed and Brett Lemix are fantastic sponsors. They are purveyors of Florida State football. They are supporters of Florida State Athletics and Warchant.com. We love our friends at DeLuna Coffee. Yep, I see John says right there, I already ordered, Tom. Oh, there we go. Already ordered. There yep. you go. DeLunaCoffee.com. DeLunaCoffee.com for holiday gifts, for Whatever you need when it comes to getting up in the morning after a late night such as this, when Florida State goes 13-0, delunacoffee.com, or head to your local Publix if you are west of I-4 or east of the Florabama border. That is delunacoffee.com. Those folks are fantastic. They sponsored us all year long. And, yes, you can head to garnetandgold.com to get your ACC gear as well. Gene, do you think the PFF grades are going to be posted before we go live at noon, or do you want some time? It's okay if you want some time. I don't know, Tom. We'll just see. I'm, I'm like, I'm not going to get up early. I may have to finish. I, I don't know if I'm going to finish this puppy off, but uh, we're not doing that. We're going to save some of that. But, uh, you know, I'll, I'll see. I'll, I'll get as much done as I can. If I can, I can't. But, I mean, we're, we don't care about some of those grades and this thing. I do want to – you know what I may do is short one. I want to look at defense. See how well Fisk and Burst and some of those. So maybe I'll do a short little deal on there. But we're all focused in on what's going to happen at noon. Actually, excuse me, 12-15. You know, like I said, Florida State should be in. Who they're playing? Are they going to be playing Michigan? Are be playing Washington? And then the drama, is it Alabama or Texas yep. for that yep. last spot? To me, that's, that's going to be the intrigue. So I'm looking forward to tomorrow at noon. We get back together to do this. And again, just it's just a fabulous performance by the defense. And again, I do think the more I've thought about it, this is the best performance by a Florida State defense 
in a game of this magnitude in the history of the program, and that's saying something. So hats off to those guys. It's unbelievable, guys and gals that are out there. What I'm going to do here is in the chat right now, we don't want you to leave War Chan TV. We want you to watch all the content that we have. we got press conferences galore, but we're going to get you started. If you're in the chat right now on YouTube or on Facebook, the link is going out right now for the Mike Norvell Lawrence Toafili press conference. Nice. It is now appearing in the feed. There'll be more press conferences. The Warchant wrap also hasn't been posted yet. It will be very shortly. So much content on Warchant TV. Subscribe to the channel. It's absolutely free. You can go over to Warchant.com, subscribe for a dollar. Your boy is feeling it. The uh the, the champagne is kicked in, Gene. He's feeling a little mm. bubbly. We did not get to the number, but here's what we're going to do. Gene, with your blessing, as long as you're cool with it, I'm going to finish this bottle as we sign off. So there's no more goodbye. Right. Once we say goodbye, I'm going to finish this bottle off. You good with that? I'm Go for it, man. I ain't going to deny that. Go for it. You're not driving. <laughs> no, not I'm fun. not. This is where I live. This is my office. So we're all good. For Gene Williams, for Director Ben behind the scenes, we want to shout out Call screener Terry Clark, who is not available tonight, but yeah. we love him. We hope his travels are safe over the weekend. For Jeff Cameron, who stopped by from the VIP lounge at Bank of America Stadium. All I love of him and Ingram just hanging out with the, the heavy hitters. Just like, yeah. <laughs> this is what he does. He's a super fan, uh, and we love him for it. All of you who contributed to us in the super chat or the regular chat, just you advance the conversation. We love you for it, and all the callers as well. This is a 13-0 edition of the War Chant yes, Game sir. Day post-game call show brewed up by DeLuna Coffee, and we're signing off. Good night, everybody. Take a chug with your brother. <laughs>